Today is Friday the 13th of October 2023, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Ah, we are only as strong as our weakest link. Today, maybe that's me. I'll take the blame. It is, it is just, uh, there is one good question to start us off, followed by the rest of it as just nonsense. There may be some nuggets along the way, but eh, whatever. We talk to a bunch of different heretics. Um, the heretic, heretics talk to each other about a bunch of heretic talking stuff, and I just don't have the energy to deal with it. So I let them fight it out for a while, and eh, is what it is. So, way to sell it, right, Nate? <laughs> anyway... Listen, or don't. If you want to hear just nonsense, listen. If you want to go do anything else better with your life, skip this one and catch us Monday. <laughs> you can also support us, because um, most of the stuff is usually decent, um, by checking out the Ask a Christian book on Amazon, or by visiting the Ask a Christian store. The link is in the description. Oh, I don't even want to be here today. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> See you later. How are you? Thank you. Uh, I, I'm grateful for this room always. I have to say that. It's a very consistent. <laughs> and, the, and it feels good to, to have that feeling of knowing, you know. And, and not, it, I think for me, the um, things in life that are really unpredictable that can like, yeah, it's not comfortable. So thank you. Uh, I feel a little helpless. And then I'm thinking because I have such a strong, there's a word for end time. Does anyone know it? Is it, is an end time? Eschatology. Thank you. Because um, the Jehovah's Witnesses, which I was for 30 years, because that we, that's all we focused on and zeroed in on all our literature was this. So I'm like, is this war? Are we in the great tribulation? Is this all that? Or... Do you know? Uh, I mean, no one knows. That's kind of the okay. point to always be, you know, it's kind of the point to always be like, you know, ready and aware and be paying attention. Um, but, you know, there are signs. So every time there's the Bible just says there's signs and, you know, there have been signs at different times all throughout history. And people are like, this is it. This is the big one, guys. But those are just the signs. And then they subside. But there's going to be a point when there's these signs and they don't subside and they keep ramping up and ramping up until, you know, everyone sees Jesus and they're like, Oh, I guess this really was the time. So be prepared. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and lastly, just per each, each of us. Yes. Be, be prepared, be mindful of what we do and what choices that we make throughout the day. Because whether this is the end or it's next year or whenever, it's ver it's critical. It's a matter of life and death, really. And we can do it. We we can be a follower like of we can we can I'm sorry guys, I just woke up. We can like make good choices throughout the day so that it like we don't have to worry. Uh, you know, thank you. Well, yeah, that's true. And Paul talks about, you know, keeping a clear conscience before God, um, you know, and so you can come boldly to the throne room and things like that. And, you know, like the parable of the 10 versions. And it's like, you know, half were foolish and didn't have, you know, their lamps full of oil. So like the, the metaphor is, you know, the, the bridegroom and the wedding feast and, you know, half of them couldn't see in the dark to get there because they weren't paying attention and they weren't prepared. 
Um, the other half, no problem. They got there, they were prepared, they were watching, they were waiting. Um, yeah, so so be like that group, not the other group. <laughs> Thank you all. So being prepared, I'm going to ask you, being prepared means what? Let's say individually for for like us. Well, most importantly, born again. So, you know, spiritually alive in Christ, you've asked Jesus to save you, forgive you, make you born again, give you eternal life. You believe and confess his death, burial, resurrection. And, uh, and, and that's it. And at that point, just coast through life, living as close as you can to Jesus. So read the Bible, know about him, know what he says, know what he does, know what he tells his followers to do and be that, do that. Thank you. And anyone here that's listening, you could always like privately talk to me. You can't chat, uh, text me anymore. But if you ever need an, like an ear or someone to talk to, you can add me and we could always talk. Thank you all. Well, I'm definitely glad she got out of the situation she was in that she grew up in for 30 years because uh, she's telling the truth about what she got free from. And uh, a lot of people are going to see at the end that they believed, you know, what they shouldn't have believed. But stumbling blocks are coming. And today today will be the end day, the last day for somebody. I'm sure, Nate, probably has already been for several, even, you know, while we've been talking. But, yeah, we have to live every day. Or we should live every day expecting to have to give an account. Because uh, if you read Revelations chapters 1, 2, 3, uh, you found out about seven churches. Some of them didn't come out so well, <laughs> to say the that least. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But anyway, the one who sits on the throne in heaven, has been there for quite a while, and he's not moved. But he was moved one time to do what? Tell Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me. Uh, you need to go to work and build an ark. Uh, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Take it, Nate. Well, it's actually pretty uh, pretty good, Bob. <laughs> uh, let's uh, finally something we can all agree. Good morning, Yvette. Well, I guess I got to get off the stage before anybody else would be brave enough to come up. I may be the problem. <laughs> I may be the problem, Nate. I don't know. I don't know. It takes a while to coax them up here, and then sometimes, sometimes people come up. And I, I regret it, and there's like 20 people all yelling at the same time. So, you know. Careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Well, you brought me on with up with baptized by Jesus one day for a fun Friday, I think. So uh, I know you ain't forgot that day. No, I didn't forget that day. Nope. That... <laughs> well, I figured out what you guys have some fun with each other because, you know, I disagree with you both on some stuff. <laughs> I thought I'd see you. You know, where you guys both disagree with each other on some stuff. Hey, that's what we're supposed to 
do. We're supposed to be examining some things. See where the differences are. I mean, it ain't no big deal. If I ever do come to Florida, I'm definitely going to try to find you. I just don't know if I'm going to get to Florida. <laughs> I'm going to Ohio next week. What I will for? be there. Sir? What for? A conference, Unitarian Christian Alliance, UCA. Uh, I know all the board members, and I was, I met some of these people 10 years ago, and all of them, you know, within the 10 years. But I'm going to a conference, see what they have to say. My wife will be through with the chemo. I hope she feels, you know, like going on the trip. But that's what it's for. UCA, Unitarian Christian Alliance. I know that, you know, some of the party, <laughs> with the, you know how that works. You know what I'm saying. Unitarian Christian Alliance is not the favorable group in a lot of camps. I agree with you there. <laughs> But you know, that the saying up here is about the saying down there, too, I'm sure. It is what it is. Sure, sure. But as far as the fish go, I got about a dozen filet brim. I don't know if you know what brim are. They're a pain. Not really. They're not big as a crappie. And they don't get as big as bass. I know you know what a bass is. There's probably some in the water around you. That I do, yes. And there are some brim. There are some panfish in that lake, too. They're probably red ears or I don't know really what they got in Florida. I had some in the pond. But anyway, they if you catch them, you can eat them. But I can go, I can go buy me 50 crickets, and I can... Catch me 25 or 30 fish before dark without any problem. So, uh, like I said, it is what it is. Where is Chris? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's taking people a long time to show up. Getting a little, getting a little antsy. Hey, Brandon's here. What's up, Brandon? Hey, good morning. How are you? Oh, okay. Just waking up, doing a little work. How about yourself? Driving to work? Good, good, good. Yeah, I had to take the day kind of off to get some stuff done in town. Had a got a funeral, got to be at one of our. Oh, well, yeah, I guess he's our oldest member at our church uh, right now. He had passed, hundred years old. So we got to be at his funeral today and um, be with the family. So it's uh, going to going to be a little busy day, but fun stuff. And I mean in a good way because he lived a very long life, good family. So anything else on your mind? Are you just preparing for that? Are you speaking at the funeral? Oh, no, just there to help be there with the family because uh, I know I know his whole family. He's a World War II veteran. Uh, uh, of course, pastor, uh, with the senior pastor, he's speaking. And, um, yeah, but I was thinking about, uh, I was been thinking on Daniel, uh, book of Daniel seven chapter, 
hunt over that, some of those eschatology texts. Well, someone asked a bit ago uh, how you how you know you're in that time. Would you like to? Oh, you swiped left. Can't swipe left. <laughs> I hate that. So someone asked how you know you're in the end times. Since you kind of brought that up, would you like to explain that? Because you know it talks about signs, and you know there'll be signs, but then not every time there's signs means the end times. So how would you uh, differentiate between that? Well, I, I would say as a general principle, I, I believe uh, since the uh, the day of Pentecost, we were in the end times. Exactly uh, what point of the end times? I can't say. Uh, I, I just believe generally we're in the end times. I believe some of the signs can somewhat repeat. Uh, but only thing I can say is that we're in the category of what Peter called the last days. But as far as putting an exact pen on it, I can't say. Of course, I do live in the light that the Lord is soon to return, as the first century church did. But I don't know if we can exactly put a pen on it. Yeah, I agree. Always be watching. Always be ready. Yeah, you you know I'm a post tribber. I always say, live plan like uh, I plan like a posty, live like a pre. <laughs> yeah, you live long enough, you'll see. But the, if you go in, if a man lived a hundred years, I'm sure he had a good life. And uh, this go like we said, every day. I I agree with you. Every day is the last day. Live like it's the last day. Expect expect what you can and see what happens. But anyway, today's Friday the 13th. We'll see how it goes. My mom's birthday. Really? Yeah, yeah. We tease on it. I say, yes, mom will be born on Friday the 13th. Uh, you know? But, uh, you, but one, one thing the gentleman said that I always thought was funny, when he was like 87, him and his son was going through the mall, and uh, his son, like it was a really, really pretty girl had walked by, and his son said to him, said, man, I'll be glad when um, I get old enough when a, when a real pretty woman walk by doesn't bother me. Now, he's like 87, 88 at the time. He said, yeah, I'll be glad when I get old enough where it doesn't bother me either. <laughs> I die laughing at, at church when he said that. I said, "Wow, that is that is so eye opening." <laughs> I'd be glad when I get old enough; it don't bother me either. <laughs> yeah, you remember Abram was so bothered about how pretty his wife was. She was sixty-five years old. She said, "Baby, when, when we get over there." Yeah, you tell him you're my sister because because I don't want them killing me to get you. Yeah, it it, it just it was so you know like people think like you know some some things you can age out of, but as much as you want to blame like the enemy, it's just like you know the flesh lust after the spirit. It's like it's it's just some things like you just gonna legitimately have to crucify and keep under subjection to the day you leave here. Uh, you know, and you know you thinking this man, you know. He's like a granddaddy, you know, like jolly old man, <laughs> you know, but he's like, no, I still have to fight and keep that under subjection. He's like, and, you, and he's straightforward. He's like, my physical can't even probably do as much as I want, but I still have to crucify my flesh. 
I was like, wow, that one, I, I will never forget that. That was so eye-opening. Well, Lot, well, wait a minute, who was it? No, Job. Job's the one that lost all of his family, you know, in them storms that one day. But before it was over, he had 10, I think, again, at least seven. I don't know, seven or 10. But they were more beautiful than the first ones. So a beautiful woman is going to look beautiful. Don't make no difference. But uh, like he said, you can see the beauty of the woman, but you don't have to go for lust after in your heart, you know. That's what he was it's the second look that gets you. If the, yeah, maybe the, yeah. If I if I look twice, and my wife sees me looking twice. Yeah, <laughs> what I feel, what I feel on my face. I know it was her hand, you know. That let. Uh, see, you, you, you figure that stuff out, you know, after you've been married about fifty six years. That's right. That's that's kind of like I'm kind of old school like that. Uh, having like, a, you know, going out and hanging out with your female friend by yourself and stuff like, are you stupid? Like, no, <laughs> like, no, no. It's like, uh, 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 or like, you know, women like, oh, this is just my 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 male friend by myself. And, I, and I'm not saying there are there can't be platonic, but just. No, no. Man, I'm saying it. I'm saying it right now. Like, it cannot be platonic unless there is someone that you are just like, you know, is so like, I mean, I don't want to be all judgy, but, you know, someone that's like, man, you are so not attracted to because I don't know. They have like, you know, no teeth and warts and whatever. Just imagine someone that you'd never be attracted to. And it's like, oh, I could be their friend. But it's like, okay, well, I mean, you know, again, don't want to be judgy. But if they're they're like that, I, I may not want to be their friend either. But I'm saying if it's if it's someone you find, um, you know, that you, you can be friends with, you could probably go up the ladder and be like, well, I, I find them, you know, attractive enough to be a friend. I find them attractive enough to, you know, think about other stuff, too. So, you know, man, there may be like two people on the planet. who are like, no, I, I'm not attracted to them at all. I would call most people who say that liars. There may be like two mm-hmm. who really mean it. I, I would say the Am only I telling one... on myself. <laughs> No, I mean, that's, it's the truth, man. It's, uh, the only woman that comes in my house when my wife is in prison is my sister. Uh, like that's, uh, that, that, and all my neighbors know that that's my sister. Like, uh, cause you know, and, I, and people are like, oh, you know, preachers, you're so paranoid. I'm like, you better be paranoid. Uh, you, you better be very conscientious of, you know, the very appearance of evil. But I'm like, yeah, uh-uh. that's, uh, you just, you have to be careful. And that's one of the things, because I had a lot of friends even before I got married, you know, that you just you have to even just be careful how you handle things. Like uh, I've been in places witnessing the people talking to, you know, like in uh, some context that like uh, people like I've had a girl one time like, oh, I really want to know more about God. And sometimes like you like, well, maybe they're sincere, maybe they're not. And I'm like, well, just to be safe, can, can I give you a, let me give you my wife's number. Or something like that. Let me, let me, and you know, sometimes you can gauge, but it's like sometimes, like if it's if you just be safe. And that's another thing, like you know, like I don't know the 
it's like the world doesn't understand. And they're like, oh, you're a weird religious fanatic. I'm like, but why does that matter? Like, how many how many scandals of things involving exactly this that has nothing to do religious with religion happen? Like, it's just wisdom. Like, you don't have to be like, you know, a, a religious crazy person to think this is a good idea. Like, you know, you can be, be a Satanist, be an atheist, like whatever. Like, you, you know, if, if you're in one relationship and you're going out as just friends with someone else, like how often does that turn into like, you know, front page news on like affairs and stuff? If someone's like in political office or in business, like a high level, like that always happens. Then, yeah, then happens you mess up week. then they talk happens about every you. week. Yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was, I was going to say, then, then a scandal happens. See, ye, all all those folks talking about they love God, then they, they ain't living nothing. And, and, you know, and it's and like, and I tell people, it's like, they're going to talk about you if you do, they're going to talk about you if you don't. <laughs> and it's, uh, it, it's, I, I, my, my old church or my previous pastor before he passed, uh, he tells, which they, when, even when we were dating, they, uh, they taught not even driving, uh, which they they were pretty strict on dating, like uh, not even driving by yourself. But like, it, when him and his wife were dating, uh, he thought he was going to drive uh, Sister Victoria home by himself. And so like, uh, he was going to they were leaving service, right? And so Mother Odell, she she uh, walked out uh, like and Mother Odell was like four foot five. She was really short, and uh, she walked out in front of the car like she's made out of steel, <laughs> and she was like. Tommy, where you going, boy? And she was, he was like, I was going to take Sister Victoria home. Take her home where by yourself? Like, like, face just as silent. She's like, Mauricia, that's the sister. She was like, ma'am, get in the car. And she's like, yes, ma'am, why am I getting in the car? She's like, Your brother tried to take Victoria home by herself. Get in the car. Yes, ma'am. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like. Dead serious, dead. But you know, they still married. They got married, and they still they stayed married. You know, for like forty years to the. You know, so maybe the old folks knew what they were talking about. You know, but you know, you know, we all know old folks don't know what they talking about. You know, but whatever. <laughs> I'm old folks, and I know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Oh, I believe it. I, I mean, I, and I say that facetiously, of course. I understand facetious stuff. If I understand anything at all, especially since I found out that there's a clubhouse. Oh, Baptized joined us. Baptized, Bob's up here. I may as well bring you up too. No one say I'm not fair. <laughs> On Friday the 13th, you're being, you're being very fair. But oh, I boy. Mean, good. I mean, we've got. You know, we've got Trinitarian me, Oneness Brandon, Unitarian Bob, and whatever Baptized is. I mean, we, we've got the whole group up here. <laughs> Doctrinal Skittles. <laughs> I don't see Baptized up here, but yeah. That, I, I, that, I sent you an invite, Baptized. Bap I did send you an invite. Hey, ba Baptized. Baptized. Baptized is, is going to think that you're going to cry your way into the Holy Ghost, you know, but uh, you may cry, <laughs> but yes. that ain't on the Bob ain't and baptized. Get there. Is baptized, or, or I just, I was always curious because I guess we always talked about the tears, but is baptized Trinitarian? I was always curious. No, he does not really? like the Trinity. Baptized, oh. welcome. It's been a little while. Yeah, Bryn. 
I'm a Territarian. Oh, okay. There you go. That's plain enough. I mean, a Territarian. That's it. Ask Stan answered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where is Where is Chris? I want to hear him say, "Oh, you got Bob the Unitard up with you today, huh?" <laughs> I think Unibob Unibobber is better. Unibob is better. He's, hey, he, he said the Unibobber or the Unitard. I mean, he, he's, he's used both yeah, those that was, that was That was more mean. Well, we were trying to come up with an amalgamation. Um, I, did we say unitized or uh, bobtized? Was that, we we're trying to combine baptized and bob. Well, I thought it was funny. I must have missed it, uh, but uh, yeah, it would oh. be funny if you if you come up with something that puts <laughs> me and baptized in the same group. Uh, you reject that group? No, I can't reject any group, you know, necessarily. I, I got to be all things to all, you know, kinds. Uh, uh, you know how that is. It is what it is. What what do you say, baptized? Yeah, are you speaking baptized? Steph, there is no reason you shouldn't immediately run up here. We've got all your favorites up here today. Yeah, Baptize, what's up? Um, not much. Um have uh let me think for a minute. Um while you're thinking, you is, is are any of you a flat earther? Someone requested we get a flat earther on stage. Can anyone uh, feel that? Mr. Layman is a flat earther. Are you baptized? Flat earther? Yeah, um I I I kind of do believe the earth could be flat. All right, there you go for Jeff. That's just for you. We've got a oneness, Trinitarian, two Trinitarians, uh, Unitarian, and whatever baptized is, but also a flat earther. Uh, baptized, go ahead. Um, I have a question uh, for Steph. Have you ever heard of a primal scream? I do it every day after I close this room. Yeah, if you want to hear <laughs> one, if you want to hear one, pull up on the app on the on YouTube, go to Ape Call. If you hear Ape Call, you should hear a primal scream. So, uh, Nate, that, there's my pudding. <laughs> I appreciate that. A, a doctor actually, um, you know, he's got a therapy and it's called the primal scream. And uh, I think that's being born again, not in all cases, but. Uh, in the Christian word of born again, it's a primal scream that happens to you. Wait, so now you have to cry and scream? Well, you cry out to God with a primal scream. Wait, did did you do that, though? Because that wasn't part of your story. Wait, so now you mean cry as in like cry with a yell, like a voice, not cries and tears or both? Is your Is this a new doctrine we're hearing from you? Yes, he's, his belief is evolving. Well, the fact is that um, if you weep real loud, it's actually a scream. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. <laughs> um, so, okay, so whenever you did get, quote, born again, you cried tears and also were very loudly, like, crying. Yeah. And that's what yeah. made you mm -hmm. cool with God? And that's what is speaking in tongues. Wait. 
No, it isn't. That's why a baby speaks in tongue for two years of their life. So babies are saved? Wait, babies cry and wail, so babies are born again. So why do they need to get born again if they're if all babies are born again? Well, no, you you can't be born again until you're uh, at least 12 years old. Brandon, Steph, I'm just going to, Bob, I'm just going to let you guys chat. I'm just going to kick up my feet and listen for a few minutes. So, like... <laughs> Oh, that's not going to work. Bob, you got to mute, bro. That is killing us. Okay, take it away, Brandon. So, like, on the day of Pentecost, like, when they all, or any book acts, when they spoke in tongues, uh, baptized, like, they were like, goo goo gaga. No, they were crying because of what Peter said. He goes, it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, because he was saying they were crying, he was explaining that. Um, have you ever heard of a crying drunk? Because that maybe me why, in about ten that's minutes. That's why Peter said it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Then how did some of them understand them, like the language they were saying? They they all understood them in their native language, the language they were born with. Uh, that's why. It wasn't a verb. It wasn't a language. It was a, a, uh, a crying out to God. So they understood them in like their own drunk language. No, they didn't. That's why it, it, it's not about a language. It was about crying out to God. So how did they understand them in their own from where they were from? Because each person, no matter what you are, cry the same language. Uh, uh, you know, a French person cries the same way uh, an English person speaks English. You know what I mean? I'm crying imagining them a, crying with an accent. <laughs> crying is a native language for all human beings. Uh, uh, can I ask you a question? How old were you when you bumped your head? <laughs> no, it, it it's, um, I was born again and it was uh, 10 years later that I read the Bible and actually found out <clears throat> what happened to me. <clears throat> it's all scripture. Yeah, that's the whole deal. Everything's all scripture. If I've heard that once, I've heard it a thousand times. <laughs> well, that's why in Acts, most of the people that, um, when they're saved, they, it says they spoke in tongues because they cried to God, literally crying weeping i don't think you've understood the definition of crying there but maybe brandon can help you well then what is speaking in tongue you bob what is speaking in, in tongue in your opinion in the bible that's when your mouth is moving and words are coming out of your mouth and there's not from your power it's from a greater power well then why do at at big uh, rev, uh, revivals, uh, they never have a. In, why do they always have an interpreter if the person could just be speaking in tongue and everybody hear them in their own language at a yeah. revival? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon, Brandon can tell you about that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I did. 
I, I, I'm using that out of words, but uh, <laughs> just, uh well, wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't the scripture say that oh, you there's can do this there, you're groaning uh, when you're born again? Uh, no, it says when you get born again, you got to grow up. I don't think it says anything about groaning. No, it talked about your heart groaning and eagerly uh, awaiting the adoption. Um, yeah, that, Nate's, that, that Nate's, yeah Nate's, Nate's heart is doing that now. He's hoping 930 gets here quicker today than it did yesterday. I'm crying. <laughs> we it could talk about my food poisoning. That might be a, a more edifying topic. Oh, if you're crying, you're getting baptized. If you, I am. If I, I, I was crying this morning, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it I hope it was a good cry. I had these amazing nachos last night and they were so good. And I will never be the same again, y'all. Hey, where did you get them from? There's this little place near me just called the Taqueria. And it's this amazing, she's like a, she's probably in her early 30s, this woman and her parents. And they just make the most amazing food ever, ever. It's so good. And I get sick every single time and I don't care. I eat it anyway. See? That baby's speaking in tongue. You can't understand that language. I understand talking. exactly what she's saying. She is telling but, me that she wants more of the chicken that I'm currently giving her because she's pointing at it and gesturing towards it. Well, so, hey, you're, you're her mother. You can understand her cries. That's why I'm saying that that's, that's what happened at Pentecost. But but then how do they understand her? Then how do they understand them on the day of Pentecost? I guess that's the question then. She has the reason for being their mother. She's their mother, but how do they understand them on the day of Pentecost? Because if somebody was in, okay, you, if you were in one room of your house and the next room there was a person in there crying, you could identify that person. Uh, you you could under and feel for that person because you heard her cries. When it was noised abroad, they weren't in the same house or the room. Yeah, but the point is, 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 um, I've never, have you ever seen a YouTube of somebody speaking in tongue and everybody let, understands let, them? Let, and, and let's maybe the context of the, the text, when there was noise abroad, they, they, they weren't in the same house. So this wouldn't fit, uh, Steph's context. Uh, they were, so that she, you know, she's a mama, so that would be different, but they, we're not talking about in that context, so. How would they be able to understand if this relationship isn't there? Yeah, but uh, I believe that at Pentecost, um, if if they were all speaking in their different languages, uh, that isn't what happened. I don't believe. Otherwise, uh, we would have seen it today. Well, that's that's the problem. We do see it today, and. You can't prove that on the text. I'm going to try to illustrate, Brother Bob. I mean, uh, Brother Baptist. Brandon, you just went into the Matrix. I think the Lord is sparing you from this conversation. In in Romans, it doesn't it not say that you will cry, Abba, Father? What do you think that means? Call out. 
Uh, yeah, Brandon. Right. You'll call out. You know what the definition of calling is? Crying. No. No. If you call out. Okay. Yeah, she just caught on. The baby cries out. The baby's calling mama. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we right. have to do as a Christian to become a Christian. Because you're repenting of your sins. And true repentance with great sorrow and great remorse will cry. I got a question. Does 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 the baby cry out to become a baby or because it's a baby that it cries out? Well, a, a baby cannot speak words, so it cries. Because like that's I said, my point. No, no, no. Does it cry to become a baby or because it's a baby it cries out? Because that's the native language of a human being, crying. No, 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 no. Does the baby cry out to become a baby or because it's a baby it cries out? I think it's... Uh, let me well, answer. Let me, let, wait, 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 wait. The that baby... The, yeah, the baby does not cry out to become a baby. Uh, that That's the way it works. Right. But a baby has to cry because that's the only language they know. It can be so, mute. We Did cry out of a father because we are children. We, we cry out of a father because we are who have become the children of God. It is expression of being uh, of being born again, the children of God. However, one would want to take it. So that to say that one, this is why I would this group people say like uh, to say that this is what makes you. I think that that would be a that that would be a wrong understanding. It's like to say well. The baby cries out so it can become a baby. That that's a wrong that was that's a wrong understanding. But in, in Matthew eighteen thirteen, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. So how do you, how what what does that mean? Be and that's born a, again. That's right. Be born again. And when you change and become like a little child, you cry. That's the expression. Right. Not the birth. That's what he's saying is, unless you repent of your sins, you'll never see the kingdom of heaven. And, and, he, and he actually says, unless you change and become like little children. An adult can be like a child when he's crying. Oh, my goodness. You don't understand the word cry and cried. Uh, Bob, I like you more every time I talk to you. It's not, it's, it's, it's you, you just not discerning well. I mean, some people get the idea that Jesus becomes their father, you know? I mean, they think that Jesus wants to be their father. I mean, that's a bad idea. But the idea that crying, if I go over here and beat one of these kids at school to, to tears, I promise you, it ain't going to be because the Holy Spirit got them. Well, uh, that, um, uh, Brandon, you're a, you're a pastor. You must, you must uh, talk to a lot of people that were in distress of their sins and crying. Yeah, yeah, I have. That's, yeah, but um, cry, that's that crying. No, you, you, uh, Crying does not make a person born again because you can cry because you feel bad. 
you can cry because you're caught. Uh, crying can be an expression that uh, crying is not a, a crying can be a human reaction, but crying is not a uh, no that, that 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 can be cultural. It can be based on the person's personality, but that's not a uh, necessarily one for one uh, evidence that one is uh, truly uh, repented. Well, <clears throat> the woman at the well. Uh, Jesus told her, if you knew the gift of God, you would have asked me for a drink and I would have given you living water. Now you have to understand, living water is tears of repentance. Where does the Bible say that? I haven't, seen, I, I haven't seen that either, Brandon. In John 4 with the woman at the well, he told the woman, he goes, if you knew the gift of God, you would have asked me for a drink and I would have given you living water that'll well up to eternal life. And the woman says, sir, how can I receive this water? And Jesus told her, go home and get your husband and come back. And the woman said, well, I don't have a husband. And Jesus said, yes, you're right. You do not have a husband. You have five husbands. And the man you're with today is not your husband. So he was telling that woman she had to repent of her adultery. Where does the Bible say the that tears? Where does the Bible say the living water is going to be tears? In uh, Revelation seven seventeen. No, 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 no. In that context, where does the Bible say it's going to be tears? In Revelation seven no, seventeen. No, 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 no. In that context, in that context, where does the Bible say it's going to be tears? It does, if you let me finish and read the scripture. No, don't, don't, don't go to Revelation. In that context, in John, where does it say it's going to be tears? It's uh, it it tells you that the woman left her well. Her, okay, she comes to the wells because she wanted to get water, which was probably very important for that trip to get water. But after Jesus talked to her, she left the water bucket there because she had received the living water. She repented of her sins of adultery right there with Jesus. Okay, where where does it say anything about her having tears in that context? It doesn't have to because. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. So, does it say anything about her having tears in that context? It says yes that no. she had to does repent of say, her adultery. Does it say anything about her having tears in that context? Well, yes uh, or no. Uh, G Jesus does said, say, if you knew the gift of God, you would ask say, him for a drink. Does it say How anything about her having water? tears? Yes or no? That's because the Bible's a mystery. Does it say anything about her having tears in that context, yes or no? No. It doesn't have to. Does it say anything about her having tears in that Lord context, Jesus, yes quick, or quick. no? No. No, it don't, but like I said, the okay, Bible's a mystery. Okay, so it does not say anything about her having tears in that context. I completely agree with the Bible. It does not say anything about tears in that context. So what did Jesus well, let's take one, if you <laughs> appeal just real quick to type if you appeal to the Bible being a mystery, how can you then claim that you and only you have the understanding? Because uh, it makes sense. Uh, uh, my understanding makes more sense than the mumble jumble you hear in speaking in tongues. Seriously, you don't really believe that, do you? Believe what? The words that just came out of your mouth. I believe yes, I believe that today people think speaking in tongue is yab, 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 all that. That's 
That's totally well, I, wrong. I don't believe what you just did was speaking in tongues, though. I don't believe that anybody who makes that kind of sound when they're speaking in tongues is not I don't believe anybody who did what you just did is speaking in tongues either, for the record. But, I don't uh, believe anyone that thinks you got to cry to be saved as of God, but, you know. Hey, let's take a moment and see what Sint has to say since he hadn't said a word yet. Sint, what's up? <laughs> what pile of this mess do you want to jump into? Uh, you don't really want to know, but you couldn't find out. Are you speaking, Sint? Yeah, well, now I am. Yes. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, shalom, uh, grace and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I just came up to just uh, let everybody, you know, just to be aware, you know, we are going through some tough times right now. Um, us as Christians, right, we have to be strong spiritually, right? It's important to keep our armor on, right? To have that relationship with the Lord is very, very important. He's our commander in chief. He will give us all that in which what we need. And we do need uh, spiritual strength, you guys, uh, moving forward. Uh, what, you know, we are about to witness here upon earth. So, I just came in to just present that message, right? Just to make sure the camp of the Lord, uh, we are prepared uh, to go through what we have to go through. Uh, we have to make it through, right? And so the only way we have to be strong and have that relationship, uh, to have that connection and relationship with the Lord, uh, that's what we all need to do. And we just can't get too distracted, right? This is a spiritual war in which we're in, and we have to keep on watching and praying. Right, always we can be found worthy to escape when the Lord returns. So, I just have that, uh, Nate. Thank you so much, uh, sir. I wanted to come up yesterday when you guys were speaking about this, but you know, I, I'm gonna have to leave. But I just came up today. Um, very, very important. We have this message, um, every single morning, uh, because things will get worse, <laughs> right? And and unfortunately, things have to get worse, you know, because the, uh, the Lord is trying to get everybody's attention that he that we need Him, right? That we need Him, and we should not be distracted. Uh, for what the world presents to us to keep us away from him. So I just came up with that. Stay strong, uh, soldiers of, of the Lord, and we will make and we will we, we will make it through if we don't faint and, and um get distracted. I, I hope that makes sense. Thank you. Well thank you, Sent. I appreciate that. Well, Nate, I wanted to ask him if he stays around, when did Jesus get connected with the Lord? The, does he know? I mean, that's a that's a real interesting question. Uh, but Jesus got connected, you know. Well, I would just say this, uh, Bob, um, you know, he was he was connected. I, you know, he was, you know, once Mary was overshadowed and she was found with child. I, um, I think that's the, that's that connection right there. Uh, but when Jesus, you know, when he was growing up and stuff like that, he was, you know, he was still connected. Uh, he had the gifts and he uh, read the Torah and stuff like that, that the spirit wrote. So he was always connected. He was even more so connected after his baptism when the spirit of God came down upon him. And so because he did God's will, he got exalted. And he's, he's at the right hand of the most high. Where he, where he's really connected, if that makes sense. Well, you only can get connected once, and according to baptized, you got to cry. I was wondering if Jesus cried, you know, after John baptized him or something. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that whole uh, conversation. You guys are having that conversation. Baptized believe that. Uh, he believes it. He believes it. If it would get him through, then, you know, all praises, but uh, that's, that's his uh, cup of tea. All right. Thank you for, thank you for your comments. But sent um, 
when the Spirit came down at Jesus' baptism, it had nothing to do with Jesus receiving the Spirit. It was all about John the Baptist completing his testimony. John the Baptist had to identify which person was the Son of God, and God had told him, the one you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. John was immersing people underwater looking for a dove, uh, when uh, and he kept doing it, but when he baptized Jesus, what does scripture say? The heavens opened up, the dove came down, and uh, God told John, this is my son, I'm well pleased. So, sent. you're wrong when you think that the Spirit actually came down and gave Jesus the Spirit. No, the baptism of G Jesus was for John the Baptist to complete his testimony. Well, I would just say this, uh, uh baptized i'm just focusing on making sure that we are prepared as christians uh to prepare what is to come here upon earth uh i don't want to get into that conversation so yeah i i would just hear what that i appreciate uh, the um for understanding yeah, you're right about that our our country we 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 cannot take for granted that this world never come to america because i believe biden was paid millions of dollars you know, you know that uh, what's going on with the Biden and his son, Hunter, I believe Biden was paid millions of dollars to make sure we open the gate, the open the gates to let all the guerrilla fighters come in. And there, there's a good chance that in the next few weeks, we'll have a war here in America with all those people who came in that Biden allowed to come into this country. So uh, you're correct. Uh, there is going to stuff's going to happen and it may not happen uh, overseas, it may happen right here in America. Yeah, I would just say one more point. I was having a, a brief discussion with my mother this morning, right? And so I was letting her know uh, the way Israel is, you know, positioned and, you know, what they're going through, uh, you know, is, is you know, uh, the Lord tells us when you take over a, a nation, you don't leave no one there. You take out every single one. Okay. Every single one. You don't leave no remnants of the uh, people whose land you're taking over. And so it seemed like Israel did that. They did not take out everyone. And it seemed like they are paying a price for that right now. Yeah, it's gonna be a genocide. They're, they wanna eliminate all the Jewish people. And uh, you gotta remember, there's a lot of Jewish people in America. Well. Yeah, it is. It you know, it's 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 gonna be horrible, right? Because you know, what's the land where all this is happening at? You know, I see a biblical connection. I mean, how do you not see that? Um, and you know, once the church is taken out, right? Those of those may be, you know, once that occurs, right? That's what's going to unleash or give the antichrist to appear. You know, and so. You know, it seemed like it's shaping up to where he's going to back, you know, uh, the Muslim. I, I, I just see that. Right. Uh, and once that happens, you know, once you bring in supernatural powers, you know, earthly or natural weaponry is not going to even matter when spiritual powers is going to be, uh, you know, coming to the equation. Right. And so us as Christians, look, we this is the only way how, you know, this, you know, uh, you know, we need that great multitude that no man can number to get saved. And unfortunately, that number will have to come out of the great tribulation. So, you know, us as Christians, you know, we, us who come together every single day in God's word, uh, talking about the different doctrines and teachings and stuff like that, 
you know, we may not be on the same page, but at least we're coming together and, you know, having God's word on our minds to where it reached the inner core, our subconscious mind, because we would need that. Okay. No matter what we see, we still have God's word within our heart. So, uh, you know, we have to have that. Yeah. But I mean, as far as what's happening, I'm, I'm watching it. It's, it's hard to watch all this stuff. Right. But I think it's important for us to watch it, you know, because, um, you know, the players that's involved, the players that's involved is going to affect all of us. Right. Israel is, is you know, powerful. Uh, the Muslims are, are, are powerful. The West are powerful. There's, there's some very, you know, uh, high powerful players that's involved in this type of situation. And so uh, it's going to only affect us, you know, some way, somehow, you know, uh, this is not like small country. These guys are top players, you know, and they hold their region. You know, the Muslims that didn't have power. No, the, the, the Muslims have pretty much the entire region. The East is blanketed with them. They got the East on lock. And so, you know, uh, it, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. It's, it's terrible, terrible, terrible things that occurred the last couple of days. Um, you know, we really need to see what's going on, you know, but we have to be strong. Right. It's, it's, it's hard to see these things, you know, tears. We, 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 you know, cry. But, you know, we have to, you know, we just can't let our emotions uh, take us away from what our goal is. Right. Which is to do God's will. You know, we haven't seen some of these things in our everyday lives, but, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be a tough, tough situation where, you know, like those type of things, we, we would start to see throughout the entire world, you know. And, and um, you know, what's behind all this, we do know that is is some hard, tough hatred, some evil that's that's behind this. And and and, and so um, everything is, is happening, right? Nothing happened here in the unnatural realm unless it's allowed in the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm dictate. Uh, what we do see here in the natural realm and us who are Christians, we are here hearing God's word every single day. That's a blessing. Uh, the Lord recognizes that he see that he see faithfulness. Uh, and that's what he's going to allow. Unfortunately, uh, you know, Satan to do type 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 things to put pressure on the entire world. Uh, hopefully the entire world can look, uh, can, uh, you know, look towards him and that's God for our salvation. So. So, baptized, after Jesus cried and got filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, he, he went into the wilderness prepared to uh, do a little dealing with the devil. I, I'm sure everybody's aware of that. But, yeah, today is the Friday the 13th. Take it, Steph, or Nate, go ahead. Well, I was trying to say something to what Sint said, except I guess it, I had to leave and come back at cut me off my own room but yeah sent what you're saying like i yeah i agree i think that the antichrist will back the muslims because if you look at the bible it's like you know people who uh you know who reject the mark they're going to lose their heads i mean there's there's only a certain number of uh you know groups on this planet that have a thing for chopping off heads um so i think you're right there and then you know when one group says they want to eliminate all the jews that is the definition of a genocide um when people cry that you know, because um, Hamas started this war um, most recently. I don't care about 100 years ago. I don't care about 1,000 years ago. Like immediately, last week, they they did the most recent attack. Um, so it started this latest round. Um, and then when Israel does what it needs to do to destroy them all, they're crying genocide. As we know from all the protests around the world, no matter what happens in Gaza to Palestinians, 
it is not a genocide. There are plenty of them left in the world. So by definition, it's not a genocide. Could it be killing a lot of people? Sure. But that's not exterminating every single Palestinian. And then to your other point, yes, and, uh, like a lot of times when people talk about the Old Testament and say, you know, why, why did God command, like, you know, the elimination of an entire people, like even the animals, even the sheep, even the women and kids and all this stuff? Well, we see what happens when that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, no, you are, you are, you are correct. Uh, and, you know, it, it seemed like, you know, the price is being paid right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, what they did, you know, Hamas did that—that that was totally, totally, totally uh, just uh, inexcusable, right? Such, such evil. You know, some of the pictures I've, I've, you know, seen, you know, like, like a few pictures, and you know, when uh, the uh, Israeli troops was to come in, you know, go in to see the aftermath, what they were describing, yeah, it, it was, it was just, you know, it was, it was, it was horrible. But that's what we was uh, uh, hearing at that particular moment. And that was like, you know, anger started to build up emotions, right? But that was then. But what we see right now is the situation in, in Gaza. This is what this is what's being pushed on, like for us to see in the media. And these are still people. And so yeah, it's just a tough, tough situation. I mean, kids, kids, you know, looking, you know, just hurt, crying, tears. Uh women, you know, the women just, you know, trying to protect, you know, uh, the kids, just their instincts. And 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 uh you know, and that's is 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 hard. I mean, we know what caused all this. We know what everyone knows what caused all this. But this is what we are looking at right now, and people who are looking at this, you know, are getting like their emotions get built up to where now it seems like the Palestinians are getting the support and the sympathy, and rightfully so because these are humans that you know that are being you know just like right in front of us. I mean, millions. You know, uh, you know, it's one thing you know to uh, try to help them, but it's like, well, if you know. You can you can leave, but as you leave and uh, watch out for the roads, you know. So, uh, look, I'm just you know I I I just don't see this just you know going away. I I know the Israelis are very they they're very angry. Uh, they prize their people. I I get that, you know. But but um, you know, just us seeing people hurting, you know, it, it just doesn't matter. You know, uh, there was like one account where um, the Hamas had went into uh, some Jewish house when they was uh, on their uh, rampage. And the woman who was inside the house saw the Hamas, uh, you know, you know, uh, soldier, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, hurting, hurting, like bleeding, like like hurting. And so, the you know, and so like the uh, Jewish mo- uh, a woman just helped. It's just an instinct to help, even though he's coming in to like, do I like, do them harm. She see him hurting and, and she looking to help, you know, his 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 wounds. Right. From what he suffered. Now, you know, he didn't kill uh, uh, the woman. You know, the woman was able to survive. But is what we do when we see people hurting, you know, is is is, is not what they did, but they're they're hurting is is the instinct to try to help them. You know, and so once we see what's happening to the uh, uh, Palestinians, as far as I'm trying to get out, uh, people who are already in the hospital, stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's just tough. I, so. You know, we just have to, you know, just, you know, us, us who are Christians, right, just make sure we, we get it, you know, just make sure we get through to make sure our souls are uh, in well standing uh, if we have to enter into the uh, spiritual realm. Well, 
I can tell you, Nate, I wish you were here with me now. Wait a minute. Was there si Wait, nobody's going to... Nobody's going to call on that? Like... Okay. Well, Wait for I'm, you. Here's your chance, Steph. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm enjoying eating persimmons that I'm picking up off the ground. They're really good. What is a persimmon? Oh, my goodness, New Yorker. <laughs> I know what it is. I used to grow up eating them as a kid, Bob. My they grandpa taste... had a persimmon tree. Hey, and they are good. They're good when they're on the ground, nice and been washed and cleaned by, you know, <clears throat> and they taste sweet. Yeah, you, to explain it. How to would them, you right? even, man, I don't even know, if you don't know what it is, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's, 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 it's not like anything else. Like, it's, it's like a round um, orange thing about the size, let's see, prop, not about as big as a, the, a walnut, maybe. Um, it's like kind of a dark a orange. Fruit? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they grow in trees. Kind of like a mulberry tree or something like that. Like it's a big tree. And it's like these kind of dark orange little walnut-sized squishy fruits. And they taste maybe sort of kind of like an apricot, but not really. That's that's about the best I got. It's like, you know, trying to explain. No, no. Trying these, to explain. These, these things are almost as good as eating sugar cane, Nate. I got seeds in my mouth now i why it don't sound right oh yeah i mean they're they're very sweet and very good but um yeah just imagine like a really sweet awesome apricot and that's that's about as close as you can get it's like explaining people how you know it's like explaining people you what you've never had an apricot no just start crying maybe god will save you um <laughs> i don't like fruit i'll eat any vegetable i don't really like fruit I mean, I, I'm way more into vegetables than fruit, but, I mean, I've still ha eat fruit from time to time. I mean, I haven't had a persimmon in 25 years, probably more than that, probably 30 years. I still remember it. <clears throat> well, anyway, tree, what were you going to say? This tree I'm standing under, if, you, if, if Stephanie, if Steph will come on down here to Louisiana, I'll bring her over here and let her eat a persimmon. I'll even let her pick it up. So, come on to the you in basement. <laughs> He's not going to kidnap me. If he's I'll tell you all if I go see Bob. So then, if I disappear, you know. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say to uh, Scent? Uh, yeah, I guess I've been avoiding the news a little bit, and I've just been trying to listen, you know, more to people who are quote like Abba or you know other people around me who are closer to the situation. But one thing I'm noticing, I saw this article on Snopes this morning that was like, did Hamas really cut off 40 baby heads or, you know? And then I read the article because we had known that there were, I didn't see any photos. So I don't know if they're out there. I haven't seen them. Um, but, you know, we, I was hearing all these reports about citizen journalists and photos being circulated and verified and da-da-da. And then Snopes, which I generally have relied on in the past about like silly meme kind of stuff, uh, was like, well, this really isn't true. And it went on this whole long thing about defending how Palestinians, like if they were cutting off babies' heads, that it was justified. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, is this the rhetoric of like, this is the, the opinion that people are holding? Um, so I guess when I hear Sent telling stories about like, well, this... Palestinian soldier was healed by this Jewish woman. Yeah, that's a heartwarming story. And it's amazing he did not then turn around and behead her, right? And again, this is like, we're, 
we're able to do these sort of generalizations in this case where we wouldn't in others because by the time that the young Muslim man has suited up and engaged in warfare, he has bought into what his book is teaching him about, you know, murdering the infidels, right? I mean, this is a book and a culture that is currently raping women and young girls and children because the reason that they're doing this is not strictly a display of power. It's because in their belief, if a woman is raped, she can't get into heaven, right? So the, it's so horrifically barbaric that they are believing that by raping a young girl, they're making it so that she has to burn in hell forever. And they're taking joy and pleasure in this, right? This is a barbaric book and a barbaric culture. It's horrifying. There's nothing, there's zero redeeming about it. I have very little sympathy. So I guess when I see the news or things like Snopes or hear like, let's feel on both sides. I mean, like, yes, I can feel the human suffering, I guess, coming from the, but at the same time, it's like, this is, this is what this nation voted for, right? Wasn't it 75% of the vote went for Hamas of the, of the uh, popular vote? When was the last time that 75% of the American vote went to any one party? Never. Like this, this country, this area, this culture overwhelmingly supports Hamas. And that's how it is. Like I have, I don't have any, like I would not have, I probably wouldn't have helped that guy, honestly. Well, that's kind of my thing, right? right. Cause well, just in, just the interest of, in the interest of never saying never, like, you know, there's gotta be like <clears throat> a handful of Palestinian Christians, like, you know, living under heavy persecution, like in Gaza somewhere. I mean, there's gotta be somewhere. Um, and they, they can't stand it just as much as the rest of the world can't stand, um, you know, Hamas and all their, their living conditions. So, you know, if you find someone like that, because I'm sure there's got to be like three, um, then yes, it's awful. I would love to make every attempt to get those people out um, and stuff like that. Um, but, I, and, well, you know, it does. It, like if someone, if someone shows up like, you know, half dead on my door, I'm not going to ask questions. I mean, you know, if they're loaded the teeth with ammo and, you know, they're like, Oh, if you help me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm still going to try to like not have them suffer. I mean, I may be also like calling 911 or I don't know, doing something to, to restrict their ability to kill me. But, you know, I don't want to see anyone like in pain and torture. So, I, I, I mean, I would like to limit that um, while also protecting myself. But if there's just like, um, you know, a woman or child, like even if they're like, because um, you, you don't know if they support Hamas, if they want to kill you, if they're going to be a suicide bomber or anything but it's kind of like i don't know kind of like the good samaritan like if i see anyone like in pain and suffering i want to help that um regardless of their views uh yeah i, I I'm thought this was what, a soldier I, 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 well yeah but I'm, I'm talking the bigger picture but oh, yeah okay. because like you also don't know like you know if they're if they're like secretly like i'm just an innocent little woman or child but you know as soon as they get better they're gonna come around and, like kill you um, so like to some degree that matters and some other degree, like to the human degree, it doesn't, you just want to like stop pain and suffering. Um, but then on the other degree, it's like, well, you got to be smart and, you know, help them not be in pain and suffering while also not letting them kill you. So it, it's almost like a waste if it's like one of these people who like say they're innocent and suffering and blah, blah, blah. And you like help them waste resources on them only to have them feel good enough to now turn around and try to like kill you. And it's like, then you have to end up defending yourself and like either you die or they die anyway. I mean, it's a waste of resources, but I mean, at the expense of that, I'm pretty sure that, it, yeah, I, I think that's the happy medium. 
yeah, I think what Nate's saying is he's going to make the first shot count so they won't be suffering any longer and he won't have to worry about them taking off his head. But uh, I mean, I would just say, I mean, I mean, I mean, I would just say this is that, yeah, I mean, you know, what, you know, Hamas, you know, even the entire Quran, you know, stand for, I mean, it is, it is evil, right? You know, wicked, uh, right? You know, some of the things that they, you know, uh, teach inside there is, is just horrible. Uh, it just shows their hate for Jews and Christians, you know? And so, yeah, what they did, you know, is it totally wrong. If, if it was 40 babies that was, you know, heads, you know, came off 20, 20 I have no idea, but this is what they said, right? Um, I've, I've seen no pictures of it, but this is what they said occurred. Uh, and if that happened, yeah, I can see where somebody would want to retaliate. I can, I can totally understand that, right? Uh, but what we are seeing right now, where you see a hospital, right? Like there's like a million people, you know, who are in Gaza, uh, nowhere to go, uh, you know. And this is what being pushed in our faces, you know. And they show on pictures. So, like, you know, what do we? I mean, I, I mean, I just can't sit back and say, you know, oh well, so, you know. But it's, 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 it's mixed feelings. Right. I can. I mean, I get both sides. And, and so but us as human beings, you know, to just see that, you know, just get the innocent people out, whatever the case may be, just try to get them out. But that's not that's like not happening. And um, I can see like the revenge part of this, but it's, it's not going to, you know, be in, in the Israeli favor. If this is being well, shown on TV, but, it's well, not. But it would go against. But it's, but it's not about it's not even about revenge. It's about making it stop. Right. Right. So, I mean, they've tried for, what, like 70 years um, to just push them back and push them back and do exactly what you say. But it's like now, you know, I, I forget. It was like a, you know, like out of 12, what, 1,200 or 1,500 Israelis dead and citizens from around the world dead in this attack um, compared to like, you know, however many million of people, a small number of people who live in Israel. Like it was a significant amount of their populace. So like this is not like the most brazen attack um, ever in the history of Israel. So it's like, look, if, if someone tries 70 years to push back, save innocence, push back, save innocence, and then they do this, it's like, okay, this needs to stop. <laughs> um, so they're stopping it. So yeah, I mean, you can bet there's a lot of vengeance being poured out, but also it's like, okay, this needs to stop, like done. Right. And I agree. It totally needs to stop, you know, but, you know, how it's going to be stopped, you know, it's being stopped in such a way where, you know, where you like really feel it. Right. That's the way it's going to be stopped, because this this is moving towards like 70 A.D. Uh, type situation. Right. No fuel going in, no no water going in, no supplies going in. And if nothing is happening, I mean, how are people going to to uh, survive? Those are 78. They, they were like, eating each other in 70 AD they was eating each other and then so those rise things up and stop your evil government like like this is not a thing israel can control right it's like they've been they've been trying like well i mean this isn't something israel can control so like if they're cutting off power and water you know so hamas can't get resources and the byproduct is innocent people like the three that there may be also can't get resources that's not israel's fault if those people don't like it this is your lot in life you can sit there and be oppressed or be human shields or you can take a chance. Yeah, you may die, but you can try to overpower the people, steal their guns, fight back. Don't make it easy for them. I mean, this is not this is not an Israel specific thing. This is like how the way of the world is. Like if communist China rose up right now, um, you know, the people, a lot of them would die. But eventually, you know, there's over a billion of them compared to like a million people in their army. So they could overwhelm and overthrow and probably successfully, you know, take over China. Um, but they don't want to do it because it's too high of a. It's too. Hang on, because it's too high. Did I interrupt you? I actually haven't interrupted you today. 
So they could overwhelm that, just like you know these people in these other repressive craphole countries. Um, they could almost assuredly coordinate a little bit, overthrow their evil regimes, and but they won't because they, the casualty is too high of a price. So there's enough of them that think they still have something to lose that they don't want to take that chance. Like this is no different than Israel. It's no different than like any human history. Like I, I mean, here for me, if it got so repressive that um, you know the, this place was. Well, like it's getting worse and worse every day. Um, but at a certain point, I'm like, okay, if I have absolutely nothing to lose and, you know, 300 million people feel that way, then maybe someone will do something. Maybe something will change. But as long as there's enough people that still think, no, my life, you know, the quality of life has diminished, but it's still good enough that we don't want to lose what we do have. Well, then nothing will change. And just to be clear about the hospital situation, right? Because that's the one that we're like, oh, Israel's so mean, they shut off the power and now there are innocent people in hospitals and stuff. It's like, yeah, but- Did you see the one where Gaza shot rockets and killed all the people in the children's hospital in Israel? No, I didn't. No one wants see, to talk about that. Here's the thing though, even without that, right? It's like, how much money have they received in aid, right? And they're saying on the news like, oh, these people don't even have bunkers to go into. There's no bunkers. Okay, your nation has received billions. And instead of building bunkers, because you're in a, a, an area that has a high propensity for conflict, you build terrorist tunnels so that you can maneuver around more easily. And then instead of building your own infrastructure, like they continued to rely on Israel for basic utilities. Why did they do that? They had enough money to build their own infrastructure. And now they're saying Israel is so mean. And that it's like you had at least 20 years to figure out how to get your own electric grid. You don't have one. You then started raping, beheading, killing people, children. Now you have hostages. Israel says, we're cutting your utilities unless you release our hostages, then we'll be nice enough to keep your utilities on. They said, screw you, beheaded more people, and Israel cut their utilities. Like, it's not as simple as like, oh, Israel is so mean, they're not powering the hospital. It's like, this is a country that decided that they would rather build rockets than develop their own electric grid. And that is now why their people have no power. It's not Israel's pro Like, what, what else is Israel? And they even said, if you give us our hostages back, we'll turn your power back on. Like, what, 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 what do we want? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that, you know, and, and you know, what's what's those chances that they would, you know, return over the uh, hostages uh, probably, you know, slim to none. You know, look, I I get it. OK, I get it. It's just that how the other people around the world. Right. Their emotions will, you know, will get stirred up. That would make things messy. Right. Because this is just being, you know, a broadcast on TV, uh, you know. Uh, Israeli students, uh, Palestinian students, all throughout the entire world, different nations, like their emotions getting 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 turned up, and so you know this is how it's going to just spill over and just just might get out of control because this is not being handled direct, you know, uh, handled correctly. Uh, if this is being done okay, just try to keep it to where it's not over the airway, but you let everybody see this, and it's hard to keep everyone just calm. Right. It's going to stir up. And so, but no, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. Uh, their money should have been spent wisely to help uh, the infrastructure of, of the area, which is Gaza, you know, stuff like that. But again, you know, by by you doing this, you're pretty much surrounded. Palestinians, they are, you know, they are even in Jerusalem, you know, different parts. So you're, you're you know, so this have to be done uh, in a way to where it don't fester up the entire nest. I understand, you know, you want to get back, but, you know, is, is this, I just don't see this going away or, or just would just be, um, you know, justified 
where we just are looking at this just on on plain TV, right? Uh, and we see men, women, children, boys and girls, especially the uh, boys and girls. But I get it. I know. I know. But everybody else just won't see it that way. Emotions will get, you know, uh, turned up and things just might get out of control. That's what I'm looking at right now. Well, I think things are already out of control and, you know, they're going to like they're going to be in a tizzy no matter what happens. So which is, I think, why they always back down, um, you know, and, and relent um, to their detriment because the same thing keeps happening. But I think it's always because of things like that. Like, you know, people start turning against them and they're like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll stop and just wait for another day for them to try to kill us again. Um, <clears throat> so they're going to do that anyway. You may as well just like soldier on, power through, rip off the Band-Aid and deal with business. Like they're going to hate you. and They're already calling for genocide when they're giving them aid. Like it's not going to get better. They're not going to be like, it's like, you know, trying to appease terrorists with like Biden giving them money. It's like they already say, you know, you're the great Satan and they want to kill you and death to America. Giving them money is not going to make – they say that when you are giving them money. So, you know, they can't hate you anymore and you're trying to appease them. Just go ahead and take care of business and, uh, you know, I, I guess at that point they won't hate you because they won't exist. All right, Nate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Sent, listen, I want to – Nate, look in the book. That's got revelation, revelation in the back, you know, revelations. I appreciate you not putting the yes until you just put the yes, but go ahead. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's revelation and revelations, but there's one revelations point. and revelation. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of revelation in revelations, but there's one line in there that they need to pay attention to that they overlook. I gave her time to repent. Find those that words. That is a good point. And then you'll see what happens next. And nobody is going to turn the hand of God unless it's God himself because he controls his own hands, you know. Hey, we are where do, we do are. Have, do, you have, do you have understanding about that verse, uh, Bob? Who was, who was the she? Uh, he was given time to repent. You know, uh, who was that? Huh. Those churches of that day, this was written to uh, seven churches of that day. I don't know. She evidently must be the bride of Christ, maybe. You could no, 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 no. That's, that's talking about the harlot. <laughs> no, she would be burned with fire. The, hey, you know, Israel, I think, I think, Israel, think, played, think, Israel played the harlot, remember? I mean, the prophet yeah, was told. Yeah, well, that's Go. Old Testament. Yeah, but that got dealt with. Yeah, but she. Yeah, but see, that was dealt with, right? She was divorced, right? But you know, she she is able to come back, right? Because she can be grafted back in. But I just think that you know that that whore, you know, back there, right, where she got time to repent. Uh, you know, is I I just think that is uh, talking about the entire world uh, a system. I I think it's that. Right. Because when when she gets destroyed, you know, that's that's not it. The beast, the beast comes up next. And so I, I just think that, you know, the world right now has been given time to repent, but the world have not repented. So the most high, he's going to allow this system right here to, to, you know, to get destroyed. But the beast system comes up next. That's just what I see. What makes what makes you think the beast system has not already come up and is taken over? What, what, what makes you think uh, that? Well, well, because, you know, this is, you know, we don't, you know, a beast, you know, just just the beast don't compromise. I think right now, you know, there is a level. It's not much, but there is a level of peace 
that we do see throughout the entire world. Uh, so we don't we haven't seen the beast because the beast from what it depicts he rep, you know he represents the the, the 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 great tribulation, right? The beast represents that, and the whore represents you know is is you know it's a destruction, right? It's spiritual destruction for what the whore is responsible for. But she's a bit more lenient, right? A bit more uh, softer, uh, if you would, than the beast. So when the beast comes up next, he will be a bit more strict and 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 a bit more evil than what the previous uh, system was. So I just see it this way. Uh, if you guys believe that this, you know, world system as it is right now is going to continue, or will, or would it take a uh, transformation to be something a bit more drastic and a bit more serious? Oh, it's fixing to get a bit more serious. It's going to get a bit more drastic, just like it did when Moses told the people, it's time for you all to kill an animal, cook it well, put the blood on the doorpost, keep your shoes on, get ready to go. Because uh, a lot of people died in Egypt, but it was, wasn't a lot of people that they, a lot of animals did too. And I'm not talking about the animals that, uh, they kill to eat because the firstborn of animal and man, God put an end to it. I don't think people pay a whole lot of attention. I wish they paid more. Hmm, just gonna see what Rowan wanted to say. He took off. Steph, you want to fill in for uh, fill in for Roland's part? Something like uh, "You're promoting genocide." I can't believe Christians are saying that. And then we're like, "We're not." And he's like, "Yeah, you are." No. No, I think no, no. Uh, uh, Nate, I think you know for what we said, you know, for what we came to agreement with earlier, which is that when the Lord said, "Go in," you remove everything. You remove everything. And uh, that was not what was done. And, um, you know, there will be a thorn in your side, I believe what the text says. Uh, if not, there will be a thorn in your side. So, uh, I mean, we can Monday morning quarterback to say what should have been done, right? But uh, we do see that in the text, you know, but you want to remove everything. You want to leave no traces at, at all. And, you know, this is not what was done, you know, when they took over parts of, uh, you know, when they took over Jerusalem. Uh, certain parts were, you know, a compromise. Okay, you take this, I take that. No, you should have taken. No, you should have taken everything. Uh, take, take everything. And so, um, you know, and and you know, when you're taking something from someone, they're they're right there close to you, you know. And um, you know, it's not that it's not that strong of a barrier that separates you from them. Uh, it may have been there's like a strong barrier back then, but things are more modernized today. Uh, there's there's things that can get through. That, that separates you from them. And, and um, you know, it, it was just a matter of time. I mean, I mean, I guess, right? And they, you know, did what they did uh, to where it cut to the very core to where, and rightfully so, to respond, right? We're not saying that Israel should not have responded, but, um, you know, because Israel's going all in, because uh, again, I wasn't here when they took over the, the, the uh, uh, Israel back then, right? The, the uh, one day war, two day war, something like that, right? Six they day was war. Able to, yeah, the, yeah, the six day war. I only heard about that, you know, and but, you know, so they were able to get that, you know, right? And so, um, you know, 
I haven't heard of any other strong wars that they had been involved in because they are a very, very important nation, a very strong nation. And, you know, when they get involved, because it was always to where, oh, you know, to where, you know, Israel could be pushed into the sea. Uh, they're surrounded by by the enemies and stuff like that. You know, and because of such, you would think that Israel would be a bit more, you know, strategic, you know, not to see the situation that they're in, which is, you know, being surrounded. Um, but right now, because what occurred is seem like they're going all in, you know, they said, look, we're we're at war. I mean, this is to the six day war type proportion from what I'm, I'm looking at. And so. With, with America, you know, just came into agreement. Um, they don't want American boots on the soil, but America is standing there to pretty much keep everybody else back as all this, you know, as Israel do what they want to do. So how all this play, you know, I, I, I'm just sitting back, watching it, praying, obviously, right? Um, you know, to be working to escape, right? Uh, because um, definitely uh, the hour of trial is coming. That shall come on the entire world. Um, I do believe in, in, in the uh, pre-trip. I don't believe everybody's going through the uh, Great Tribulation, right? The parable of the wise virgins, right? The wise ones or the ten virgins, the wise ones, uh, they are ready to go, right? But the foolish ones who are not ready, uh, they will need more pressure put upon them. And the Great Tribulation will bring that pressure to get them ready. So, uh, yeah, as much as I don't want to, you know, uh, look at all this, you know, I would... I mean, I should not be watching sports, right? But you know, the Jets—they're not doing good, uh, you know, uh, too good. But I can't focus on things right. I can't focus on those things. Those things right now. I must focus on this situation here because I think it would affect us as Christians worldwide, and it would just, you know, you know, snowball into spill over into the uh, Great Tribulation. I see that. Uh, Maybe that's not the case, but it looks like that, right? So, well, it sounds like you're saying two things. On one hand, you're saying, you know, they need to like. You know, you keep hearkening back to Bible times where it's like, you know, go in and wipe out everything. But then on the other hand, you're saying, well, have restraint and don't wipe out everything. So I'm trying to figure out what it, exactly you're saying. He's talking about both sides of that's, his that's, that's right. Well, <laughs> it's, it's more like a Monday morning quarterbacking right now to say what should have been done. Um, you know, I'm not saying to do that right now, but what should have been done back then, uh, you would not be going through what we're going through right now. Had they wiped out everyone when they took the land and took everything, we would not have the situation here right now. Um, I don't believe we should do this right now because how it's going to spread throughout the entire world, right? But from a Christian standpoint, so they should have done it, but because they didn't do it, it's too late now. No, I I would say, you know, it's never too late. <laughs> do what you need to do what you need to do. Uh you know, better late than never. Yeah. If you let justice if, be done, may the heavens fall. Yeah. And Nate, you you read the words. Wake up. You could wake up any time if you'll just wake up. These people are not waking up. They're going into a worse stupor. Woe be unto the inhabitants of the earth. Where do you think we are? Might we be here? Yes, we are here. What's happening? Exactly what God has said was going to happen. If you endure to the end and you are found worthy, there's going to be a great reward. It's right there in the book. Well, as much as, you know, if I would just, you know, look at this and say, ah, this is nothing, eh, you know, but 
look, I'm looking at you know Netanyahu, you know uh, Netanyahu, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, right? Where he he looks pretty serious, right? There's nothing going in, nothing going out, you know, nothing, you know. But so when I you know look at him, uh, you know, is is uh, he he looked pretty serious, <laughs> okay? They seem like they're gonna put all their you know chips in. They they're all in. Uh, until they accomplish, you know, what they try to accomplish. And, you know, guys are going to be destroyed. I, I mean, it's, it's already, and, and I know, rightfully so, I know, I know, I know, I know. But, you know, uh, it, it would be, like, un, unlivable. Who's going to go in to try to, you know, straighten things back up again? You know, who's going to uh, control that? I guess Israel. So, uh, yeah, it should have been done, you know, in the beginning, uh, Nate, and you saying do it now, whatever the case may be. But, yeah, it's just more eyes are on it right now than would it have been had it been done, you know, you know from the beginning. So, yeah. When the war gets to the point where they're going to um, have ground attacks, which will happen, what, today or tomorrow, I guess, uh, when will America stand in and, and actually have boots on there or, you know, have our guys over there? Or do you think we'll just let it happen, the ground attacks, when they go in and they just kill everybody in each town? No, they're just there, like America's involvement. I mean, you know, with our administration, who knows? But I mean, you know, what they say and what they should do and what historically has been done is, you know, there there is a show of force to keep like other people like Iran or someone like that from getting involved. Um, but I also don't like Israel going door to door. Like, you know, it may it may save some people's lives on the Palestinian side, but it's going to cost a lot more lives on the Israeli side who didn't start this most recent incursion. So it's like, well, you attack me. Sure. If it doesn't cost me that much. I will try to preserve as much life on your side as I can. But if it starts costing me too much of my own life, remember, I didn't want this fight. So I, I don't like the idea of sacrificing like, um, you know, blood on the side of the one who didn't start it uh, to save blood on the side of people who did start it, even if they're innocent. Right. So, I, I mean, it, it's really hard because there are innocent people. There's always casualties of war. There just is. And this is where everyone gets emotional and they're like, where's your compassion? Where's your compassion? Forget compassion. It's a facts. Like, like, like it's facts. Like every time there's a war, innocent people die. It sucks. I get it. But that's how it is. Like you having bad feels doesn't make it not true. Um, so I, I like the idea of, you know, using, using force from afar just to, um, you know, preserve the lives of the people who were not the initiating aggressors. Do you think ISIS is going to use some of the uh, weapons that we left behind in Afghanistan? They already are. I mean, I don't yeah, know about ISIS. I mean, they're, they're saying, like, if you see, like, Hamas, like, there's pictures with, like, of them with, like, weapons from Afghanistan. Like, you know, AKs used to be, like, the, uh, the machine gun of the region. Now it's M4s. Wonder how they got those. Because we left them all for them, all shiny and new. Like, man, we left them. It's disgusting. Like, the highest tech of, like, infrared night vision like like stuff most regular troops don't even get like man we we oh and and, and but 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 bob, but bob or baptize if you go if you go to the uh store and uh you know pull a hunter biden and say something that's a little false to get a handgun you're going to jail for 20 years but you know we fully supplied like every terrorist in the middle east for the next 30 years with our weapons and you know i guess that's fine because our government says so yeah, he doesn't get anything. He gets a little slap on the hand. He's not even getting that. I, heard, I just read that charges were dropped. So he's he's off. 
Uh, Steph, can you invite Kevin? I tried inviting him. His hands. No, I'm already on stage. Oh my gosh! No, I got to refresh. It doesn't automatically do it all the time. If you put together the puzzle, you can see Biden. This Biden's uh, been paid millions of dollars to orchestrate this. This all was planned years ago, and when Biden was vice president. And now I think we're feeling the effects of what, uh, you know, Biden's being accused of uh, receiving all that money. He kept the border open. He let uh, let us leave all those weapons in Afghanistan. I mean, he's part of the problem. And now now we're going to have to go to war. Uh, It's going to be a World War Three is what it's going to be. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty much already that way. I mean. Who knows what's going to happen with like Russia and NATO now? But you know there are so many lines that have, you know, so many red lines that each side set up that have already been crossed. Like it was, it was basically heading that direction. So now it's like it may temporarily take pressure off that front, but only to go to a new region, which is this. And then some, sometime in the middle of this, uh, like when Gaza, I mean, it's pretty much flattened already. So I don't know where they go from there. But I mean, a- after probably a few months of this, um, then it's going to go to China invading Taiwan, and then. I don't know who knows. Maybe something will do something to combine. Um, maybe Russia and China like really form an alliance. They're pretty cozy right now. Maybe something will be reignited in uh, in Ukraine and Russia. And then at that point, it's going to be a world war by having like a multi-regional war for different reasons. But I mean, if half the hemisphere is fighting or if the whole hemisphere is fighting, I mean, that's kind of a world war. I mean, it may be, different, be for different reasons in different areas, um, you know, until someone realizes that America is like an instigator and, you know, these other countries on the other side are instigators. And then I don't know, man, it's just going to take one person to nuke someone and then everyone else is going to fire them. I'm always thinking about New York with all those immigrants in those motels. Um, I'm wondering what they're doing inside those motels. You know, they could be building up an army. There's enough people there. 100%. (laughs) 100% they're building up an army. Like, I mean, there's like freaking, there was ISIS Texas training camps in, in Texas. There was like militant Islamic jihadist training camps uh, from like two years ago. Like it was in the middle of like the, the Texas wasteland. And there's like reporters that went and found that. Like they're training like military personnel. For what? For health and fitness? Sure. Um, you know, it's like all the migrants coming in. They're all like military age men. There's like one woman for like 50 dudes. Uh, who are, happen to be, like, in good health, good shape, and, like, fighting age men. Um, and, you know, so to say that this is not happening, it's just reading the tea leaves. Like, it does not take a whole lot of, you know, twisting things around to come to this conclusion. So, and, I mean, you know, they've admitted it. It's like, how many times has Hezbollah, like, said, uh, I, I mean, I think they did say that, right? Like, they're like, America, if you get involved, blah, 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 we're going to, like, basically, in English, activate our terrorist cells, our sleeper cells in America, and, you know, send out the signal for all the people you've let in over the years, we're going to say go time and they're going to start attacking like, you know, lots of your cities. And who knows that may happen on Friday the 13th, man. I, I mean, it's supposed to right? the, the global day of Jihad, man. I, I pity the ones that go to go try to mess with Bob. <laughs> I may have more guns than I'm over than you, Nate. <laughs> I've got more gators. That's a fact. I don't know, Bob. What what would you do? Just try to like fire some shots to like you know 
make him go to a neighbor or go somewhere else? Or would you, would you go like Rambo on him, like hide through the woods, like run around, like, you know, get him in barbed wire, like traps and stuff? No, I'd probably just sit on the carport with the, with the rifle and let's see what happens. If you can get me, you got me. <laughs> well, you don't if want to I be a target. You, huh? I'm going to Bob's house. Well, you don't want to be a target. You don't want to just like, you gonna be a, get a, like You're going to be a target. You, you uh, The target's already on your back. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? No, I'm saying if you're sitting on your porch just out in the open, you don't want to do that. Why? The prophet said... The prophet sat there with the guy that couldn't see nothing, and he and the and, and the prophet said, uh, "Lord, would you open his eyes so he can see what's going on?" I mean, oh yeah, so if, yeah, I mean, if you, I guess, if you want to, like, you know, rely on spirituality, but I mean, tactically, you know, come up from bunker and like fire yeah. a few shots and go back hey. down. Yeah, and wait for them to put put the bomb on top of the bunker. Uh, no, uh, I, I'm on. I'll take the stand right there in the open and say, Father, thank you. Uh, we'll see how this goes. I mean, Abram didn't take a whole lot of men to go after, you know, and get Lot and his bunch back. Uh, you know that story. This land yeah, that was belongs God to the indigenous that, black American Indians. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going that. on in the chat, too. So, I, I'm which country? I just I think we're talking about the United States. I just want to confirm that. But then, you know, some tribes may have been darker than others, but there were not black Native Americans. Unless there should have been a comma there, and it was to say Native Americans and indigenous black people, of which there weren't, were none. So I'm, I'm just a little confused by that, looking for some clarity. Uh, which tribe would you say were the um, were black Native Americans? You said there are some. I'm not aware of any. Uh, Comanche or Apaho, Blackfoot tribe, um, Seminole. I can't think of any that were, were black. Seminoles actually come from the Creek Indians, so they're actually not a different tribe. In fact, the Creek Indian word for runaway or those who leave is actually Seminole. That's why they were named that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I guess it depends on how you define black. But if you're if you're trying to get at like from African descent with that, you're you're not going to find indigenous Americans who fit that description. That's just not a thing. No, nah, it's, it's YouTube education. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Just me. I wasn't <laughs> feeling fairly confident on that. Uh, blacks, not African. Okay. So, so what is how do you define black then? I don't know. How do people define light and darkness? Well, I'm wondering how Michelle, if she's arguing that there were black Native Americans, in order to refute her, we'd have to figure out how she's defining the word black. Okay, I think she's narrowed it down to just indigenous American Indians. Sure. So not black. Uh, okay, so that's different, right? But then, but then, so, you know, if we're talking about it was their land. What? From sea to sea? Well, the tribes doing war would dispute each other's claim to that land. Um, you know, they're largely nomadic, so depending on the tribe. So, I mean, uh, you know, 
what yeah, about all the land they didn't live in? It's like that's like saying you know a European person from Romania, well, it's their land. What the entire continent of Europe? Um, so I'd right. be curious on that one. Yeah. So uh, the the land dynamic in uh, in America um, prior to colonization was actually. Uh, they were doing the same thing that you see in Asia or ancient Near East or also in Europe, like the Visigoths and the Anglo and the different Sa- the Anglo Sac the Anglo's and the Saxons and the, the Germanic people and uh, the people of uh, France. Like, I mean, they just, you know, e- even the people, the Germanic people, the pagans, as the church called them. Right. So people fought over land for a long time. It was no different over here. Uh, over here in America, you had what was called the Great Plain Indians. The Great Plain Indians uh, slaughtered one another. Very similarly to what you see in biblical stories and also in stories about uh, in European skirmishes, the same thing happened in China as well. Um, this is why they have the Great Wall of China, right? They were fending off against other Asians or people of the north or not Mongolians. And the Mongolians also invaded Japan. And Japan also invaded and did things to Korea. And the same thing happened with Taiwan and Southeast Asia and everywhere else. So when they say their land, uh, they seem to have this idea of ownership based on the indigenous a discovery of what was going on at the time, meaning that, oh, these people, they were here at this time. But what they're not aware of is that these people are actually uh, foreigners from other places as well. Like if you look at Native American DNA, their DNA is going to be mainly uh, D on the minor, minor side, but Q on the major side. And that Q actually comes from the mainlands of Asia, coming from Eurasia uh, in that area over there. So there is no um, indigenous black tribe or indigenous tribes that were just here and like they were living peacefully and they had their borders and somebody came and stole it from them. Uh, Because believe it or not, while the 13 colonies were here doing their thing, there were native tribes that were actually taking over other lands themselves. I mean, they were burning each other's villages. They were uh, beheading one another. They were doing all kinds of atrocities. I think um, there's a book out there, I forget who wrote it, but it's called The, uh, The Great Plain Indians. And what he does, he does, he goes through a whole history of how violent they actually were towards one another. Uh, so you're really dealing with an element of human nature that exists everywhere on this globe. And at yeah, this but, point, so many people are like mixed together, like you're, you're never going to sort it out. Like, you know, if they gave the indigenous, uh, you know, the people uh, their land back tomorrow, great. Carve me out 8% of that. If they gave, um, you know, uh, descendants of slaves, um, reparations tomorrow, great. Carve me out 0.02% of that. Um, if they wanted to give Irish people back their potatoes, um, great. I get about 80% of that. So, I mean, you know, people are so mixed together at this point that we almost no one would exist without being melded with the, the very other side of the people that are saying they persecuted them, they're the oppressor, they're the victim. Like, it's such a melting pot. It's not all or nothing. It's how much of you are one side or another. So, yeah. And also what's kind of unfortunate about the Native American thing is that the reality is that a culture that was navigating the globe and building ships encountered an isolated Stone Age culture. Like the Native Americans were still using Stone Age technology at the time that the Europeans were figuring out how to circumvent the globe. What do you do? Like, what what do you do with that? (laughs) I'm not saying it makes it right, but it's like, dude, of course, there's going to be a fairly easy takeover of one people group that's so far behind the other. And that's what Kevin was saying was like different technologies and different invasion levels. They, this is just human history. Like, and I don't think there's ever been a culture 
I'm trying to rack my brain, but I don't think there's ever been a culture that conquered another due to a technological deficit and then later returned. Like that just doesn't, that's never happened in human history. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, you do see that in human history, but that's only if the society is overpowering the other nations. And so they don't really look at it as a threat. So then they sanction things. For example, um, let's talk about an ancient case. Um, Isaiah 14, right? Point blank. Uh, 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 The Medes and the Persians were technologically and were far more militarily advanced than any of the Shemitic people at that time. When they went and destroyed their only equal, who would be the Babylonian, the Chaldeans, they actually gave edicts to allow other nations to build back their temples and reestablish their culture. It, it wasn't a threat to them. Another uh, ancient case of this is the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire did not care what you, who you worship, what you did in any case, unless it really came up against the establishment and caused anything major, which Christianity did. So what they were doing at the time is the Romans, they were like, they were recruiting people from different countries. They allowed you to do whatever. America is a case of that, believe it or not. Like when you look at this diversity laws and, and certain things like that and things they try to do in America, it's because it's, it's on a level where it's like we're already on a global scale. We're not really trying to make everybody think this way or, or be a certain type of way or anything like that. Another thing happened is if you look at Israel, Palestine, believe it or not, right, when we're dealing with that. When Great Britain got control over those lands um, from the Ottoman Empire, uh, they didn't really care um, about the land like that. In fact, they gave it up. That's why the U.N. took control over it in 1947. Uh, Britain was just like, hey, you guys need to learn to live in peace. We'll draw these imaginary lines and you guys figure it out. And when they couldn't figure it out, they said, forget it. We're, We're done with it. So they gave it over to the U.N. And then the U.N. was like, "Okay, well, how about this? And when they did that and they backed away from it. Things just kind of took place on its own in that land. Um, so usually high powered governments really don't care about the minority like that. They really don't try to change the culture or try to eradicate culture or anything like that. They just pretty much preserve it. Well, yeah, but oh, I mean, I, ancient I, Rome allowing, I know Adam wants to jump in, but ancient Rome allowing, um, allowing people to keep their culture. And as long as they were loyal to the emperor or the empire, like that's, that's a little yeah. different than us being like, oh yeah, let's just turn it over and give it all back to the natives who were conquered 200 years. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is there an example of that? I can't think of one. Well, also I just noticed Chris was here. I thought he left. A, I, I saw him briefly and then he, he left and I thought he's been gone forever and I just saw he was here. So did he just come back or has he been here this whole time while well, I was thinking he was a traitor? I'm, I'm here. Have you been there like for a long time? Oh, 20 minutes. Dude, I, I, didn't refresh my i mean my ptr didn't refresh so i like i saw you and then i just saw you leave i'm like that jerk Nate, well, my every apologies, few sir. minutes you gotta just <clears throat> drag it down like you you gotta do it manually man and then you'll see everyone in the right order and all that all right uh adam you have a new off-topic question yeah can you guys hear me yep How's everybody doing? I know I haven't been on in a while. There's been some things going on in my life, so I had to cut it out. But um, first things first, it's good to see you all again, hear your wonderful voices, including you, Chris. It's good to hear your voice, (laughs) Jeff and uh, Nate. Um, my, My question off topic is you hear a lot in Christianity and in uh, different, um, 
church groups about get your house in order. You hear it if you're any anything like on social media, like TikTok, all that stuff and everything. All these different uh, people are saying, you know, time's winding up, da, 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 and they always say, get your house in order. What does that mean to you all? Kind of like the churches in Revelation, like how, you know, there's problems with some of them. And they need to, you know, like return to their first love, like return, like, you know, another way of saying that is get your house in order. The stuff you're not doing that you should be doing, do that. The stuff you are doing that you should not be doing, stop that. Uh, that is what I believe get your house in order is. I agree. I agree too. Wow. Look at us all okay. getting along. Okay. I was just, I, I, I guess I was just wondering because, you know, you, I mean, well, if you believe, if you don't believe, you know, what's going on right now, you know, the different things. I'm not, you know, I'm not by any means a doomsday, you know, type of person. But, you know, the, the things that are happening right now in the world are, you know, things that were foretold in the Bible and revelations and, and all throughout. You can find um, little windows of scripture that talk about the stuff going on and you know lately i mean i've heard it my whole life growing up in church but lately it seems like even more you hear them say you need to get your house in order and i just i didn't know what people's views were about that you know if it meant you know you need to because uh, when when i was uh, younger when they said get your house in order they meant you need to quit doing what you were doing if if what you were doing went against the church and all that stuff and everything which at that time going against the church meant having a tv in your house and all that stuff and everything burning books uh we had book burnings i don't know if anyone knows what what that was but uh we'd have big old bonfires and people would bring all these different books and stuff that i am aware the church <laughs> and uh they would burn them and stuff like that and people would uh I guess be released from that. I guess it's kind of like the lamb, the lamb sacrifice, where they would put all the sins on the lamb. And I don't know. I don't know what it represented or what it went to. I, I just equated it to that. I might be totally off on that, but um, you know, it just and and a lot of people they're they're scared, and it, it shouldn't be scary times for Christians. It should be times of encouragement to to know that. You know, the, everything's soon to be wrapped up. Everything's soon to be over. You know, we're going to get to be, um, you know, whatever you believe, uh, carried away, die in this, whatever. But, you know, our, our lives are, are soon to change, basically, uh, for the better. You know, we'll all be in heaven. I just, I don't know. It's... Uh, it's interesting the things you see and hear people saying right now and what's going on, I guess. What do you think about that, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I I, I really don't like book burning. I don't know what that's about. I think you ought to burn every one of them Catholic uh, Calvinist books. Uh, oh, that didn't take needs, long. We were doing so good. There needs to no, be I wasn't. <clears throat> there needs to be a book burning. But no, Nate, there's absolutely. I mean, this this deal is not going to turn out with everybody in heaven. It's going to be with those that are in heaven, 
coming back down here. I mean, read carefully, please. I do remember uh, my <laughs> my friend's uh, Dungeons and Dragons book uh, collection suffered a great loss <laughs> when when his parents told the pastor and they came and collected um, all of his Dungeons and Dragons books and took them to the church and burned them. It was a sad day. We almost defeated the Lizard King. Yeah, the 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 one books that we're getting a lot of our a lot of my friends and stuff like that, which I, I, w I don't mean this wrong or anything, but it seemed like that a lot of the friends that you had in church were, you know, it was mixed. There was girls and guys, but a lot of the girls were into like Twilight and uh, all those different books when those came out. And there was a lot of uh, those books getting burnt and stuff oh, like I'd that. Oh, I'd burn those like for non-religious reasons. <laughs> Harry Potter and stuff like that, but, and I didn't mean, I didn't mean anything wrong by, you know, like us going up to heaven and stuff like that, brother. I was just saying like, you know, when the end wraps up, you know, we'll, you know, it'll be different and, you know, it, well, what's going to happen is going to happen. I, I wasn't meaning like, we're going to be like, you know, I, I'm sorry. You ain't got nothing to be sorry for. You all right. Yeah, I don't think you said anything yeah, wrong. I, I mean, what I gathered was when we go to heaven is when we go to heaven. Yeah, when Jesus comes back from heaven is when Jesus comes <clears throat> back from heaven, right? <laughs> Chris, how was breakfast? <clears throat> uh, it was great. We went to First Watch. It's like a little chain down here. Um, they still can't make poached eggs. I don't know. I keep the definition of insanity is repeating the same behavior. <laughs> And so I'm like, hey, guys, you heard it here first. I'll try this. And it, it's like the 10th time I've had to send back poached eggs. At that oh, place. so you if you send them back. So uh, how was your how was your redo with a side of spit? I mean, or you know, you have faith delicious. In that? I like spit in my food, so that's fine. Worked out. But, you know, I can't. Hey Chris, I was I was just thinking when you said that I can't believe how many things have changed since. I mean I know it's been a while, but since COVID, I haven't been on here in a while. But like like meals, things you could get and stuff like that. It's like you go to restaurants now and things that you you used to be able to get. Oh, we don't have that anymore. And and so and I'm not saying it's because of COVID, but I know it definitely changed during and after COVID. I mean because. Like, I, I don't know how many on here enjoy this restaurant. I get a lot of flack sometimes when I mention it, but uh, Cracker Barrel. I used to go to Cracker Barrel and get the uh, the Country Boy breakfast, and you could get a steak. Well, now you can't do that. Now it's steak tips. If you want to get a steak with breakfast, you have to order everything a la carte and, like, order everything individually and pay for it separately. It's not known as a meal. Well, Bob That's Tice, a bummer. You guys haven't spoken a little bit. Or Chris, do you have anything exciting and riveting for us? Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, stuff is going on in the world. and You know, I, I, I don't take anything 
that's going on right now in terms of prophecy. Uh, you know, there's no prophetic events between now and what I think is going to be the rapture. So well, there ain't going to be no rapture. What's wrong? With oh, you? I know, Bob. And Jesus isn't God. Yada yada yada. That's right. He isn't. God made that clear, you know, a long time ago. But the point is you have to be born again. That, that'll that get you through the tribulation. If you're you born guys want to have Heretic Fight 2.0? Nate, you want to just let the two of them go at it? Uh, They've been doing that they were doing that earlier. You missed it. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Bob Tized. All right, did you guys have a disagreement in there? Um, Bob said Jesus isn't God. Don't, don't uh, say Baptized Bob, also don't. does don't say baptized, please. <laughs> um, uh, Chris, let me ask you a question. Uh, the Ethiopian eunuch, when um, Philip asked him, um, what did you read? And he said, I believe Jesus is the son of God. Did the Ethiopian eunuch believe Jesus was God? Yes. Why did he say, I believe Jesus is the son of God? Because in the parlance, it would have been the same thing. That's Calvinistic view. I'd ditch it if I were you. <laughs> that that rhymed. That was pretty good, Bob. Keep it up, Unibobber. But you guys should train your fire on each other. Like, you know. I, yeah, I just what? got the guys, gumbo slice. Yeah, the, the um, I think, best, biggest disagreement you guys have, right, is that the... Um, you have to cry to be saved, and Bob disagrees with that. Is that the biggest disagreement you guys have? I just know I didn't cry when I got filled with the Holy Ghost. That's not what happened not, to me. Because you're not, Bob. You're not saved if you didn't cry. Baptized said that. I know. I heard him say that. But he's 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 worse off maybe than Nate. I mean, not Nate, but Chris with that Calvinistic yeah, focus on Chris. stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to. I was a <laughs> slip of the tongue. I mean, it is what it is. Kevin G is back. Hello, Kevin. Yeah, G. yeah. What's going on? Uh, you, you had a question for me? Anything or what? What's up? Yeah, I had a question for you. Why do so many people think Jesus is God? Can you tell me? Because uh, the Bible says so. All right, here we go, Kevin. Do you know the Unibobber? <laughs> evidently, evidently, you hadn't read Luke chapter 1. Right, so, uh, okay, so what about blatant verses where it says very clearly he is the one true God? Also, it says, my Lord and my Man, dude, I'll be, have already spoken to you extensively about this. Um, at this point, if we have this conversation, it's going to be no more than entertainment and either you trying to give me a headache. So I tell you what, I'm oh, going to carry this a, until my breakfast get here. You'll definitely get a headache. There ain't no question about that. Yeah, God right. will God yeah. give you a headache in a minute. Hey, listen, like why, why would you show a PTR of you catching such a little fish, man? Why Why is not a 10-pound <laughs> bass, man? Oh, see, now it's getting personal. That's good. I mean, at this point, we're kind of going for entertainment. Yeah, it's, we been out of yeah, it's just going to be for entertainment purposes, man. Yes, it's clearly. It is. It is. It's entertainment purposes. I mean, but the idea that you read the Bible and find out Jesus is God, you didn't believe nothing Jesus said. Okay. So uh, let's, let's, let's take, just take a look at this, right? So do you believe that someone who is not God receives worship? Kings have received worship. They worship kings in the day. And, Were they uh, called God? 
I don't know what they were called. They were called kings, I know. I mean, I was okay. in the day, I was in, I saw the day when Elvis Presley stood on the stage and, you know, with Ed Sullivan, uh, they they, they kind of made a god out of Elvis, but that's, that's just history. Okay. Um, so let's, let's go to a verse here, right? So let's check this out, right? Um, all right. You're going to make me pull out the Bible, man, on you. Hey, Why are you making the, me do this? The, so the, we're going we to go hey, to wait, wait, the devil pulls the Bible out on me every day. So if you didn't do that, I I, I don't know what I would do. Okay, right. So, <laughs> so, so, so Titus 2 and 13. Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. What is that verse talking about? It's about Jesus Christ being the Son of God, the glory of God. It doesn't the say that, Bob. God's going to sin. Yeah, that's what I'm it gonna, says, gonna, but you I'm don't gonna, understand it. Right. So notice he says that's what it says, and yet the word son is not here. I'm going to read it again. Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of Wait God, is going to <laughs> wow. appear. I wow. mean, what's the you problem? Seem, you, see, you seem to be omitting words here that's in the text. You so can we please adding things. I'm not adding anything. It's right there in the scripture. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to see if you acknowledge that 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 little, you know, that, that the three-letter word there, right? Looking for our blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God. And the Savior, Jesus Christ. Once again, who is Jesus called? What is he called in this verse here? Son of God, our no. great God, whatever. Oh, see, see, Bob, this is this is where cognitive dissonance kick in. This yeah, but, you don't, but you don't have any cognitive, cognitive dissonance. You have a bad misunderstanding about what well it's God a good said. thing not to have it right because i'm not i'm not distancing myself from the reality of what the text is saying you're doing uh, that. don't worry about what We're, the text says what did god say when john also, baptized jesus so now the rules change right so now we no, know the rules the rules hadn't changed you asked me about a scripture then i can ask you about a scripture well wait a minute bob i still didn't get the acknowledgement here so what, what was Christ called? If God called them gods to whom the like word of God manifesting came, now. Hey, calm yeah, down. the scripture cannot be broken. Yeah, Bob, I'm manifesting. Bob, Bob, I'm manifesting. Bob. You'll, okay. you'll disappear. Well, don't transform it to your second form yet. Right? I want to keep you at your first form. <laughs> so, so, so first, before, before, you, before you go to Freezer 2, Let's let's Freezer deal with Freezer two. One. Man. Freezer two. I've done thought out Freezer One. I'm fixing oh, to work on Freezer Samsung Freezer. So, hey, listen. So in this verse here, what is Christ called? What is Christ called? God called him Jesus. No, on this verse, in this verse. According to that verse, a great God and Savior. But I mean, if, who is? Who is what? Who, who is it? Who is our great God and Savior? According our to great, that verse. Our great God and Savior, if that was meant to be anything, does not mean Jesus is God. Can you read it for us? God will send Jesus at the appointed time. Have you seen that verse? No, no, Bob, can, we, can uh, you just, just read? We'll be happy if you'll just read this verse in the Bible. Could you just please read the verse uh, Kevin is asking you to read? 
if he if he would read the verses. Let me go get my Bible so I can look at it. So uh, carry on. I'll let you know when I got back. Oh, Bob, this is dodgy. Let me help you, Bob. No, so, Bob, right. what you want to say? What you want to say is, of course, you know our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. But what actually happened back in the day is, you know, the Bible was corrupted. Um, you know, all the parts I disagree with was corrupted. And now I'm a Muslim. Like that. That's that's the answer that you could give, Bob. Yeah, but that wouldn't be that, the correct answer. That's me helping answer. you out a little bit. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be the correct answer. Uh, God is the one that breathed into Adam, and he's also the one that opened up Adam and made a woman for him, and uh, Jesus didn't have anything to do with it. You do know that, don't you? You got your Bible yet, Bob? I don't need a Bible. I, you said I you need... were going to get your Bible. Why are you lying? No, I, you said... Don't go get the Bible, so I'll just, I'll no, just preach. I'll just preach to the, to the guy. <laughs> okay, Bob, no, that's not how it works, Bob. Yes, it is. I'm a preacher. You're a Bible thumper. Okay. Bob, if this is, I mean, if if this is like a, a reading problem, if you're not comfortable reading in public because you, you know, I you could be the reader. Have trouble doing that. I don't want to make fun of you, um, but we can help you. This Why? is a place to get help. Why? Well, we can go teach ahead. you to read. And then with that, you can read all the places where Jesus says he's God. I mean, is that, if, is that the problem? You just don't know how to read? I told you, Psalms 82. Read it? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, the scripture cannot be broken. Um, right, but if but Psalms 82 is not even translated that way. It's, it's not even conveying that thought. Like, if you read Psalms 82... Uh, you'll notice that Christ is actually quoting this from John what 10. Is, Christ is nothing but a word, friend. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. He says in that verse, and if he called them gods unto whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken, how could you they say of him who God has sanctified and sent to the world, you are blasphemed because I say I am the son of God. If you All notice right. there, the word there that is used in that verse son is actually logos. No, it's Son logos. God. It's logos. And now, you're loco. Now. So, Bob, if you want to read the simple <laughs> verse, I, I think we just got to move on. Hey, Bob, man, listen. As much as I want to buy you a 16-ounce steak and get you a cigar and everything, man. I don't want no cigar, but I'll take know, the right? steak. Come on. <laughs> hey, listen, you, you just got to read the verse. Why, why, why aren't you acknowledging the word of God? I acknowledge the truth. Kevin, can you uh, just cap us off and read that verse? And, you know, for kicks, would you want to maybe read it in like two or three translations and then we'll just move on to something else? Yeah, if uh, he, if if God says in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, should I believe I was talking to Kevin. Not? I don't know why you're talking, Bob. I was because talking to Kevin, Kevin. Kevin ain't got a lot of information. You need to Bob, to... don't make me do it, Bob. Oh, Bob don't We've been it, playing Bob. nice this whole time, I'm, Bob. Let's keep playing I'm nice. I'm 76 years old now. I got a little more wisdom. And you don't Kevin. know how to read? Yeah, I know uh, anyway. how to read. <clears throat> okay, uh, Kevin, could you could you go ahead and read that maybe in one or two different versions, and um, if you if you feel like it. I mean, I'm actually my breakfast came, so I'm kind of like in the. Middle I of could be the reader. What's the verse? It's in John ten. Um, John ten. I thought it was in Colossians or Philippians. What in the world? How did we get over there? I don't the know. The same way he gets to well. I mean, you're the one that flops the egg over. No, John 10 what, Kevin? 
Okay, he, okay, bro, you, you quoted Psalms 82, all right? And you were saying the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be broken is not in Psalms 82. That was Christ's words when quoting Psalms 82, well, right? So what? That's excellent. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, we see the quote from Christ in John 10, 34 and 35. John 10, 34 and 35, right? So as he's quoting this, right, Jesus answered and said, is it not written in your law? I said, you're God's. Now, when you look at the translation there, it's actually a quote. He's not calling them gods, right? He's talking about when God divides the divine ill. It's right there in Psalms 82. Look what it says in 30, 35. If he called them gods. Now, notice he says he's not calling you gods. He says he's even called them gods. So what Christ is trying to make an example of here is that the very one who you say is blaspheming, then why aren't you recalling when the word was, was approached to the kings and, and judged them? So he says, if he, if, 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 you, if, say, if he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, say ye of him whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world. So notice he, what he's talking about. He's talking about a subject here. Say ye of him whom yeah. the Father sanctified and sent into the world. Who did the Father so, sanctify and send? The Can word. You tell me? The, the word, word is not a person. The, the word, the word is not a person. No, no, no. You're not, you're not reading it right, Bob. You, you're just trying to cause confusion. And, 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 and I'm trying to straighten you just, out. Now, just keep, keep your rod in the lake and just listen to what I'm saying. If you look here, he's making an example that the word is sanctified and sent because he makes an example when it was sanctified and sent before. It judged among the gods. He says, why do you say now of him? Whom God has sanctified sin to the world, you are blaspheming because I say I'm the son of God. So he's making a statement of himself. He's not making yeah. a statement of other people. And he's, he's not calling them God. God. He's the son of God. Yeah. It's okay. Clear. And, and why is that blasphemy? It's not. It is. Why, don't, don't For Jesus to say he's the son of God, that's not blasphemy. It is blasphemy, man. No, it's not. It, it is blasphemy. This it's is why truth. when you look at Caiaphas, the high priest, in, in Mark 14, he says, tell us plainly. Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed? He says, yeah. I am. And you will so, see the Son of Man coming with a great crowd of witnesses. And what did, what did the high priest do at that point, Bob? He ripped his garment. Why? Why did he rip his clothes? Because he was pissed. No, it's because of a crime that he, he perceived Christ was committing. What, what was the crime he perceived he was committing? I don't know, but he misjudged. Blasphemy. He, he, he says, that's why he says, thing. do we need any other witnesses? Don't you, do you, do you read the scripture at all? Who? Why, why would the high priest rip his clothes and say, do we need, do we need any other witnesses? Because he was probably blind and naked. And all, didn't right, know nothing. Uh, all right. All right. I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a, enjoy my Panera bread here. And, uh, you know, there it is, bro. Well, all I know is Peter got it right. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God. It don't say, "Oh man, you're God." My eyes have become open. You gotta uh, be crazy. Yeah, except on the Mount of Transfiguration, except in First Peter one, and except in First Peter two, or I'm sorry, Second uh, Peter one. I mean, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. God becomes a descendant of David. Give me a break. I will break you, Bob. Huh? You said give me a break. 
<laughs> okay, so <laughs> give me a break. Okay, so let's see. Let me just read this a few times. Ink, who's making noise? Who's not muted? <clears throat> okay. Titus 2.13. Waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. NIV. While we were wait, uh, waiting for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. King James Version. Looking for that blessed hope, and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's see. What's another one? Uh, let's. Bob, you, would you like to pick a, a translation for me to read out of? What no, one do you I, want to hear, Bob? No, no I, I'm looking for the appearance of my great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He should appear. Let's get the sometime. tree of life what? version. Let, let's get the tree of life version, whatever that is. Uh, we wait for the, can we, can we do this in pigeon? I just Can, said well, we, I, I just said I'm waiting for the appearance of my great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm waiting well, for make it. Make sure okay? you're not make sure you're not one of the guys who's on the other end of that sword where the blood goes up to the bridle of the horse. Just saying. Um, we wait yeah, for the blessed hope and appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior, Messiah Yeshua. That's right. I'm I am waiting patiently for it. I, I mean, I'm not even excited about it. I mean, I'm excited about it, but... Nope, you said it. You're I'm not, not excited. excited. I'm not I excited. I mean, if I were in your predicament, I probably wouldn't be excited either. I, I wouldn't, what be, wouldn't what be in a hurry to be on the wrong side of this. What predicament am I in? <clears throat> Explaining to uh, Kevin G that Jesus is not God is my pleasure. Like I said, you know, wouldn't want to be you. Hey, you just concede you just said out of your mouth i am waiting for my great god and savior jesus christ did you just I, concede that christ is I, god he's, that's he's what i the, heard welcome the great, to the family brother he's the great god and savior he's the son of god so, so he's <laughs> the great god you have to understand jesus was um uh, the word of god before he was born as what? a human but on what? earth he was God, no. not God, no. the Son of God. No. Jesus resurrected back to being the Word of God, no. according to Revelation 19.3. That's according to baptized by Jesus that thinks I need to cry to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay, guys. Uh, my family is coming into town to stay with me for the next week. And... Uh, I think this is a good time. I may take a vacation next week. I tried to do it this week, but Chris wouldn't let me, and I'm regretting it. Well, let's, um, let's stay off habit, and she can take over for you. She's, she's really no, good. No, he took away all my permissions. I can no longer open and ask a Christian room, so you guys this are all going to have to is, live without. This is lies from the mouth of the devil right now. She is <laughs> spreading lies. <laughs> she is wow. Wait, are you saying house. that I do have permission to open and ask a Christian room? Are you? I'm saying I'm saying if you don't have permission, then that's a clubhouse thing because I took nothing away from you. Oh, I can't anymore. So I don't know when what happened, but I can no longer open or close or like yeah. That there's no more. Uh, all my permissions were revoked. Divine okay, let, justice. Um, let me see if I can find you here. Wait. So so wait. So Nate is is Steph still an admin on the Discord at least? Yeah. Yeah, oh. I, didn't, I didn't take anything away from her. Okay. 
Because I mean, yeah, I'm the queen I'll of come the back Discord. to the Discord. No, don't take nothing away from Stacy. What? No, she's still an ad admin on the Discord. Oh, yeah. wait, no, I, I won't come I back said, to the Discord then. I said I haven't taken anything away from her. Oh. Steph, what's your what's your last name? I'm not I'm not looking at your profile right now. Do you have a last name on your profile? I'm trying to search for you under the house. Uh, no, I don't. It's just Steph J. Oh, okay. Well, J. There you go. J A Y. Okay. Yeah, it took away. It must. It took away all the admins. Whenever I guess. Who is banging on crap? It's Chris being grumpy. Oh, yeah, it, like it, it took away all the admins, I guess, when it did its, uh, you know, update thing. Okay, well, there you go. You should be able to. Wait, do that it's back been now. like that for about a year because I talked to Malak and I was like, "Hey, did Nate remove all your permissions?" And he was like, "Yep." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And neither of us well, ever why did, said anything. Well, well, Malak's down there. He just joined. How do How do I spell his name? Is it M A L apostrophe? Oh, he has a. You I... got to make sure you get the right account with him. <clears throat> He's got like three. But Wait, yeah, no, the, at the same the... time, me and Malak had all the permissions to do anything with Ask a Christian Revoked. And I thought that you just did it. So we never said, we never asked you about it. <laughs> well, no, uh, see something, say something, people. I had no idea. Um, no, it, I mean, it must have done some kind of update that removed everyone. I mean, you and Malak were the only two that had anything. But is it the M A L apostrophe A K H S apostrophe F A R A D I Y T with all the little symbols, the flags oh, and nice. stuff. Is that the correct one? Mal's down there. Yeah. Is that the right one, Mal? That's the right one, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, you guys are admins again. May God have mercy on everyone. Well, thank oh, you. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, didn't, I didn't try to take anything away. Thank That's that. so funny. I thought, I was like, oh, Nate took it in a different direction. He wants total control. It's fine. Like, I just decided to not even ask. Wow, I mean, maybe I should take it away now, <laughs> Jezebel. No, no I, I was so not a year. A year, I've said nothing. I want, I want a gold star. <laughs> I want a gold star right now. Why no. didn't you say something? You should have said something immediately. Because I, had no I thought idea. that you were just like, oh, okay, I'm just. You That's know, what you that give you her thinking. Over. Don't think, Steph. Let men tell you what oh, to think. Okay. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. Nate, mostly, I'm joking. Nate, mostly. I, Nate, I want to say thank you, but cool man is opening a room and I must go deal with him on his, you know, darkness. So, oh, that's so tempting to watch. Do I want to go watch that? I don't know if he'll let me in. If you want to, I'm sure you know what, where to find cool man. But anyway, thank you, Nate. It's, you, you made my, <laughs> you made my Friday the 13th. Very good. Uh, and we'll see what happens on Monday. We can talk about You need about to get a Jason Voorhees mask and go stalk the swamp. Hey, I ain't messing around in the swamp. There's gators and snakes out there. And swamp things. <laughs> hey, anyway. Uh, all right, take care, Bob. <laughs> all right, thank you, Nate. Malik, yeah, why didn't you or Steph say anything? I, I didn't even know. Man, I don't. I can't even, okay, I can't even do anything on my house. Like, for the longest time, when, when I go to the Ask a Christian house, I can't even see anything. Like, on my other account, I can actually see stuff. On the freaking admin creator account, this one, I go to it and it just says like start room because at one point I put uh, I, I told it to start the room. Uh, I put it as a recurring thing. So every day, all I can do is edit the time. So if I want to start the room earlier or later, but I can't change the title or anything. It tells me I don't have permission to edit this channel. I'm like, I or edit this house. I'm like, I created this house. So, yeah, I, I can't. That's all I do. I, I just show you know up. I have no happened? idea. 
It was when Clubhouse got away, got rid of the clubs and turned everything into houses. And then other people were opening Ask a Christian Rooms. And then I think what you did was you took blanket permission away. And so that was when that, that was when my permissions went away was when it converted to houses. Except I don't, I don't think I did anything. I just like, thought you were venting. I was like, oh, Nate's venting there. Like, cause yeah. no, I, like, well, I, I I feel bad now, but I shouldn't because you guys should have said something. Uh, I would have been like, no, I had no idea. Like, no, I didn't take that away because I didn't, I didn't mind people starting houses because I'm like, well, if I'm in a room, people can see that. And you know, if I'm not in a room, then start a house. But we weren't offended. Well, at least I wasn't offended. Yeah, I wasn't either. I just thought you changed. I'm offended. I didn't do anything wrong, guys. I didn't do it. Hey, I have something I want to ask real quick about that Bob guy that um, Chris is calling the Unibobber or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, we got a phone call. I got I got clever nicknames for everybody. What's mine? Well, everybody except you. Or I could I use prefer... one that can't use within polite company. That one. Her, no, I want her highness, memestress, Stephanie. <laughs> Nuance bro, Stephanie. No. I don't like that. I want to know what this question about Bob is. You guys, I like Bob. <laughs> I think he's a funny guy. I would totally go visit Bob. I bet he's got stories. Oh, where he buried the body? Yeah, yeah. Where he buried the body. <laughs> Malak, yesterday he told us that he had been the mayor of his town for multiple terms. <laughs> That's... Totally, he has bodies somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> well, he said he built a house. I mean, I, I bet you know. I don't want to say check the foundation, but you know, check the foundation. If you're the mayor, you can put him in plain sight. Depends what letter you get next to your name, but yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was we gonna. Go get on with my day, but I really wanted to hear that question about Bob. We have what, Steph? I said we have a fellow like Bob in my hometown. His name is Harry, <clears throat> and he's been the mayor for like 20 years. And everybody just kind of lets him, you know, like he comes to all the meetings. He's happy. He's smiling. He's a nice guy. I don't think he does anything. I think the zoning board does everything. <laughs> Oh, so is I he like an honorary mayor? Like how is he like an honorary position? Like how they made that like groundhog an honorary mayor of a town? Yeah, kind of. I don't think so. I mean, he he's been very active in the community, but now he's like eighty four, you know, and he's like a photographer and he's slowing down. He's just a sweet guy, but like the I've lived here four years now, and nobody has nobody ran against him in the last election, and nobody is running against him in the upcoming election. That could be you, <laughs> Steph. Yeah, well, I would. This is the thing. Nobody wants to be the one to take him down. Like you can't. Uh, uh. <laughs> he's just, he's the mayor now. You know. I mean, I feel like you're cruel enough where you could take him. <laughs> no, see, I wouldn't do it publicly though, because that would be an invitation for retaliation. So what I have to do is join the zoning board and do it sneaky. So what? What if we discover the dude is a Calvinist? Would you then crush him? No, because I'm not concerned about what religion people are in politics. So Calvinism is a new religion, or? I'm not concerned about anyone's faith in politics. I want to know what their record is and what they feel. It's a job. It's like I'm not going to make sure that my roofer is a Christian. Chris? 
I'm going to pick the best roofer, not the most religious roofer, you know. So you'd hire Chris to fix your router, even if he blocked all the Wesleyan stuff and only allowed Calvinist websites. Well, that would make him, he'd be doing a bad job, wouldn't he? I'd fire him, but not because of his Calvinism. <laughs> I don't know about that. Ooh, yeah, the only the only religious website anybody can get to is Ligonier.org. I think I'm going to put that across all of my routers. Mm, see, I control I like you. 80 routers throughout the state of Florida, so maybe just Ligonier is the only <laughs> I can get to. Terrible. That would get you a swift firing. I really want Adam to get off this phone call. I got to know what the Bob question is. I mean, it's pretty probably going to be like, is there something wrong with Bob? Something along those lines. Is he for real? Is he trolling? Is he a heretic? Is he, you know, really get people chained up in a swamp? <laughs> I mean, there's only so many questions you can ask. So I actually have fewer questions about Bob than I do about Mr. Layman here. I Go think that Mr. Layman is like the king of all trolls. I think this guy has us all duped. I think that he cut. See, Mr. Layman, there have been a couple of times where you don't mute fast enough and I hear you laughing. I'm convinced that this guy is some like brilliant actor or internet troll. He's probably like the Christian jerky boys. Like he's like a deep Southern Baptist pastor, very strict, very sound on the gospel though. Um, and he's just doing this for like his audience that is recording all of us freaking out on him. Be like, you got to cry. What? Have we got you figured out baptized? Uh, no, I, I, I'm not a troll, and I believe everything I say. Uh, it's kind of like this. Uh, doesn't the Bible say there'll be weeping and gashing of teeth, you know, if you go to hell? So isn't the opposite would be weeping for repentance, I mean, for salvation with repentance? Well, the opposite of weeping is no weeping, not just a different reason for weeping. Yeah, but the Bible says weeping and gashing of teeth. Gnashing. Or mashing, but this, the, the point is, is you'll be on your knees crying, um, you know, the weeping and mashing of teeth. But I believe that same thing happens to you when you're born again. But it, it, See, it's the opposite. This is what an expert level 10 IQ 180 genius troll would say. Well, um. You got to understand that the rapture is when you're born again. You people waiting for Jesus to come back in the clouds, uh, you you're you're not saved because you have to be born again to be saved. Correct? Mm -hmm. Jesus said, "Unless you're born again, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven." And when you're born again, you're a new creation, and that's why it, it sounds like a, it is a rapture, but it's it's for each person individually. And uh, that's why you can't wait for the rapture. Because Jesus said in Revelations, he's coming quickly. He's coming soon. It's been 2,000 years. But he is coming quickly for a new believer that wants to be saved today and born again. Well, how do you argue um, with that, Malik? 
You convinced her, uh, Malik? Um, I am. I am. I am returning to church today. I realized that I was all wrong. And um, yeah. Well done, Mr. Lehman. I'll be fuddled. Nate, are these your in-laws coming or your blood relatives? My parents. Oh, okay. They didn't answer the question. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blood relatives? Adam's back. Okay, Adam's back. Adam, what was your question about Bob? I'm so sorry. I, uh... <laughs> the the phone the phone's acting crazy um but what i was going to ask is is um so the the bob the bob guy his his biggest statement that i heard was that because he's 76 years old he knows more of the bible than anyone else and i just kind of scratched my head like was that the the was that like his whole argument was because he's older that he knows the bible better than anybody else and stuff like that well i think he was alluding to that he was there when they wrote it <laughs> <laughs> well i think um in all seriousness adam i think that you know, Bob, Bob has got some issues that a lot of us are familiar with that we don't really need to talk about right now. But um, Bob believes that he gets direct revelation from God and that the Bible is secondary to the direct revelation that he gets. Sorry, is that a fair hear? statement of Bob from a non-Calvinist? Steph? No, Alex, yeah, that's, what Chris that's is saying? correct. Yes, Bob. Yeah, we hear Bob you. Adam. Has, Bob has said on record that he gets his own divine revelation, and that the text may or may not agree, but he's going to go with what his personal revelation is. Oh. Uh, Adam, yes, we hear you. Okay, because this whole new app thing, which I know you guys talk about all the time, but it has really thrown me for a loop. Like somehow, while you guys were talking, something came on, and it was like a personal message that three or four people had and it was going through the whole message and I couldn't get it to hush. I was even on mute going, would you please hush? I'm trying to hear what they're saying. And it, it wouldn't. So I guess talking to the phone doesn't help um, it to stop. Uh, you just swiped into your DMs and then when you do that, it'll start playing. Up. Yeah, so you, you'll get the hang of it. You'll get the hang of it. And And just for the record, what you just experienced, hearing voices at the same time you're trying to listen to something else, that's Bob's every day. Chris? You just had the personal experience of what it's like to be Bob. <laughs> I'm dying. Maybe really. Oh my gosh. That's the extent power of Bob. Bob can do that. So, Chris, any uh, day of vengeance going on around Orlando? No, not today. I haven't seen any uh, guys with kippahs running around with AKs or anything, so that's good. 
Yeah, well, you guys. Everyone wants to run. Everyone wants to run around, and kill people until uh, you know they say it. Do do it where the other side has guns too. Then I guess it's pretty quiet. Yeah, I never did get an answer for like why people who live on the border with Gaza are not armed to the teeth. Because they're very liberal and have been indoctrinated that guns are bad, so we don't want guns. And I guess by us not having guns, that means the other side who loves guns is also going to not have them? That's what I get. But now I have been seeing lots of people from around there saying, like, legalize all guns, give citizens guns, legalize all guns. And it was from a quite liberal person from their previous comments. Uh, that they made about other stuff on their timeline. So I'm like, huh, well, maybe they're getting it. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, Israel has gun control laws? Really? No. Uh, Liberal stands on gun control. Well, yeah, so hang on, two things. One, yeah, maybe Malik can talk about the law. I wasn't addressing the law. I was addressing the indoctrination. Like how, you know, unless you're in like Steph's Communist New York, like there's plenty of liberals in Texas that square off guns. Right, so the law says you can have them. They say, ew, guns are bad. That, that's what I was addressing. But Malik, yeah, do you, do you know about the, the actual yeah, law? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you can get a gun in Israel, but it's extremely difficult for the average citizen to get a gun. Uh, and they kind of promote, like, they kind of promote, like, oh, you know, you'll be safe because I guess, I'm not sure if it's illegal. If you, if you are a government employee, like a, like a soldier, you have to be armed at all times. So that's how they kind of balance it out. Like, say, well, yeah, yeah, you don't have to buy a gun because our soldiers are always armed. This is why you see, like, a mother pushing her stroller with, like, an AK-47 back at the mall because she has to be armed at all times. Because she's a military, she's, you know, she's a soldier. Um, but, yeah, there's a, there's a big, there's a big woke mentality of, like, guns are evil, um, you know, let the professionals use them only. And I think that's a lot of UN influence. A lot of things that Israel gets, you know, a lot of benefits they get. Um, you know, you only get this benefit, so, you know, you know, this is the, you know, this is the status quo of your country. This is why they're really pro-gay, pro all kinds of nonsense. Hmm, interesting. Oh, in other news, I guess the Hebrew Israelites have come back to Clubhouse. I guess everybody is fed up with fan base, and they're coming back to Clubhouse. Wait, are you say are you saying they reached their paradise and got taken away from it, and they traveled the sea back to Clubhouse? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, Another fulfillment like, of the curses. Oh my God! Next time, be like, be like, turn the dude around and be 18. Be like, wait, that wasn't fulfilled then. It was fulfilled in 2023. The great exodus from Clubhouse. The fan base and back again. You were kicked out of your new homeland. Yeah. So you want to go back to Egypt? Ah! <laughs> oh, can we get them in here? I can't wait. Except no, because no one can find it. Like any given time in my hallway, there's like three rooms going on, and there's it's always there's always one guy that says I'm homeless. I need money. Like that's the title. Yeah. Of one how's room. that guy always appearing? Because here's the thing, right? is that you'll see more rooms the more people you mutually follow. But, like, I don't follow that guy. What what magic did he do to have this homeless room? And it also has to now be the longest-running room on Clubhouse ever. It's been, like, a month. I mean, that's kind of metal, right? 
I have not seen that room. I well, I also let, let me see if I can find it right now. Also, like whenever I see that room, okay, I don't. Um, yeah, there's I three of them. That dude so, ago. Okay, so you see how um, on the rooms it shows all the people in there. On on his room, it shows that all the people in there are him or his image. So is he showing up on everyone's because he has like five or six devices and it's all him? Yeah, so he's the only I think one he has in his room. Three accounts. So he's on all of his accounts right now, being homeless in, in all three accounts at the same time. I mean that's that's a pretty good homeless yeah, guy. If you can uh, you know, like on three. his iPhone, his Android, and his iPad. Yep. From his hotel room given to him probably by us. Yeah, well, I mean, that where he's not actually homeless is just a shtick. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, well, I, I don't see him on my stream. I'm, I'm already like nine days ago and I haven't seen him yet. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, so the Hebrew Israelites are back. That's exciting. I guess. Uh, and then I guess Sam is going to have a room on somebody who went to hell and came back to tell about it. So that'll be no. Well, okay, guys, yeah. has anyone talked to Sam? I haven't seen him since the great schism of he and Chris like three weeks ago. Um, is it just more Chris stuff that he couldn't take, or is Sam still same Sam, or has Sam went wonky? Anyone know? Sam has gone. Sam has gone. Oh, don't Someone ask. who's not Chris. <laughs> the only Wait, two what was your question? I you're going to be able to ask are going to be on the other side of that, so it's not useful to ask the question at all. <clears throat> well, yeah, but I mean, of course, I know what you're going to say. Like he's literally possessed by demons. He may actually be the devil. Uh, so no, I'm trying that's to get what I would say. I would say that he's just he's just he's just deceived and you know, he he's he is easily deceived and he has continued to be deceived and about 6 months from now there's going to be a tearful, you know, response and he's going to apologize to me and it's going to be great, but it'll take about 6 months. Steph, you, yeah, I, I was asking if Sam is the same Sam he's always been in here or if he's like went sideways. Yeah, she's just not going to answer to me. Like, I mean, I, I get it. She's covered in diapers and poop. Yeah. Oh, here comes Look Up. Hey, Look Up. Are you here, Luke? What's up, Luke? What's going on? How you guys doing? Do you have insight into this question? Nope. No comment. I, I don't know enough to uh, oh. get involved. Wait, okay, I was changing a diaper. What was the question? Is Sam the same Sam he's always been, or has he recently gone sideways? No, he's like, fine. What he's been doing is he has been playing, he's been talking about Calvinism a lot, which I kind of wish would be over, but he's been playing different lectures and audios from both sides. And he is landing very firmly on the non-Calvinist side. And that's all Wait, that's going which on. Which lecture did he play from the other side? I want to He go played an entire sermon from Brian Dempsey. And actually, oh, I think Malak... That Malacu is not what happened. That is complete fantasy land. That is... Come on. Like, I have heard the So, here's the thing, Nate, is that Chris, Chris got removed from the room about five minutes in on the first day. 
He's getting reports from what's going on in the rooms, and Chris is very upset. But that's been going on. We listened yesterday. We listened. I'm sorry. I'm not done. Chris, she's going to drop you because you won't be quiet, and you're going to complain that she's abusing her power. Yeah. I'm not going to drop Chris. We... We listened yesterday to a lecture by Norman Geisler about moderate versus, what was the phrase he was using? Moderate versus, was it severe Calvinism? So he presented arguments from both sides, and then he was using the text. Severe. Severe Calvinism. I can't remember the adjective. Extreme, he said extreme, five-point extreme. Extreme! Norman Geisler is also very famous for having written a book that is a free grace Christian. Ooh. Yeah, no, we know. We talked about that too. No, no, but he's but but again, his his chosen but free book is considered by non-Calvinists as uh-huh. slander against R.C. Sproul. Like, I mean, by non-Calvinists, it's considered slander a trash against R.C. Sproul. So, oh. so we're the point is, Nate. I'm not going to get into the nuances of the argument with Chris, but. What Sam has been doing is finding different lectures from different points of view, playing them, and then seeing where people fall on either side of the argument. He's not doing anything bad. He's just tough, he's facilitating the conversation. Very vile, he's doing very vile, very divisive, very horrific things. He's calling people <laughs> Hebrew Israelites, not Christians. He specifically Wait, addressed me as... you do like, that. Yeah. What? What? You, Again, one of like, your criti- one of your criticisms of Sam was Arminians? when have you let me when have you heard me say like Malak's not a Christian because he's an Arminian? That's ridiculous. Wait, I would never I'm not an Arminian. Think- I'm not an Arminian. Hang on, yeah, hang yeah. on. I, I think I misheard something or Chris misspoke. I thought you said he's calling Hebrew Israelites non-Christians. Did I just imagine no, that, or I thought you said that? Calvinists, Hebrew Israelites. Oh well, no, that's... we didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. I have the audio. Like, that, okay, like, hang on one second. <laughs> Look up. Did you come to stage because you had something of substance? Just want to check. I know you don't always have a lot of time. To I talk. just want to say I really do love my brothers in Christ, whether they be Calvinists or whatever. And I think or Israelites or Unitarians. To... What's that? Or Israelites or Unitarians? No, they they happen not to be Christian. I'm talking about those <laughs> who actually hold to Scripture. Um. I just love all my brothers and sisters in Christ. That's all I want to say. I agree with that, Lou. Okay, back to the fighting. I wish wish everybody agreed with that, but um, the condemnations have come hard and fast. Um, You know, and and again, you've got a mentally ill person in Cherry who's leading a lot of these discussions, and she's genuinely. You don't want Chris go there. You don't want to. We should not be and platforming somebody who needs actual help. Yeah, so that's completely unfound. I mean, I guess I don't even know where you're getting that from, but that's a wild I mean, I can play you lots of audio clips of her threatening people with violence. Oh, like you've diagnosed her. Okay, all right. She's unhinged. Like, I mean, she's just, she is just needs some mental health. <laughs> Could there be a better Friday the 13th room than this right now? Nope. Just this this all. whole day. This whole day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can go back to talking about baby slaughter. Oh, Which God commanded you, know and you approve of? 
I saw it. I saw a really interesting post on Twitter um, from a uh, a libertarian housewife, which kind of she she kind of reminds me of Steph. Like she'll say a lot of the same stuff. Um, it's a very good Twitter, but um, she was saying like the whatever, however many dead babies in Israel that they found, that's a slow day in one clinic in South Manhattan at a Planned Parenthood. And I was like, nah. oh, snap. That's not a bad point. I mean, we're talking about, like, airstriking, like, people in Gaza. I mean, maybe we should be talking about airstriking, you know, other people that wipe out babies. Those are wanted babies, Chris. It's different. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> It, didn't you know it's the desire that makes a human a human, not anything. Oh, right. If you want the baby, then it's a baby. If you don't want the baby, it's a cluster of cells. Correct. Guess there, I guess there's no moral equivalency there. Yeah, I mean, the Israeli babies weren't wanted by Hamas, so could we justify, could we do something Ooh. with that? See, you're on to something there. Oh, you're on to something there. That's good. I don't know. Let's parse this out. Yeah. So does is it the mother that has to want the baby? What if other people don't want the baby? Right, good point. I want to take this moment to note that General Mills has combined... Count Chocula, Lucky Charms, and those Golden Grams into one cereal. And it's amazing. And it's unreal. It's so good. Oh. Huh. Interesting. <clears throat> My community just gave me a notice that our cable provider has just added a new Israeli 24-hour news channel. Subscribe to that. Well, apparently, uh, I just have to turn to the right channel. But on one hand, it's like, is this true and good, or is this going to be like a propaganda indoctrination? Don't know. Yeah, have you spoken to Gav? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I checked on him too. All right, cool. When did you talk to him? Uh, last week. Yeah, I. I still see all the stuff on Facebook and stuff. I chime in every now and then. That's our that's our Orthodox rabbi Jewish friend living in Israel. I think. Uh, yeah, the one that you sent me the document from. Is that right? Uh, yeah, but that wasn't the document here. That was the document he referred me to, that someone else wrote. Oh, I see. He didn't. He didn't write that. I see. I don't think so. Uh, no, I think I think he just linked it to another guy because it answered the whatever the question was. I don't even remember now. It was about Messianic Jews or something. Um, interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, like, the the whole thing. Uh, what, there was somebody in the chat that said somebody is 15,000 people are dying every day. Like, what is Can you try to figure what that out, what that means? Anybody? Uh, dying one day. What's the difference? 150,000 people die every day? Like, what, in the world? Every Every day where? Like, what? Is that counting dead babies? 
Oh yeah, there's a site that kind of gives a breakdown of who, how many people are born, how many people die. Let me see if I can find it. But are these atheist babies? These guys hate the atheists. Aren't all babies atheists? <laughs> Have they professed a hate for God? That's what I'd say. That's what they have. That's the question I would ask. Because atheism is a statement. It's not an absence it, of knowledge. It's called world world meter Um. If you guys want to check out, it's called world meter Atheist babies. That's a new concept. Um, you on lunch break, Lou? No, I'm home. I am home. I'm off today. Oh, chilling. Well, congratulations on your day off. Thanks. Oh, I, yeah, I must have been in the Matrix. I guess I didn't hear anything the last minute. Is that what we're calling you, ignoring the topic now, being in the matrix? I, I couldn't hear anything. Like, I literally, oh, like, no, being in the matrix just means that you lost connection. No, I know. I was, I was joking. I'm sorry. Oh, anyway, so birth so... today, birth to, birth in one day is about 170,000, and then deaths is 70... 6,070. Population growth today is 92,000. Births this so, year is... Uh-huh. Go ahead. Well, I, my question was, like, I guess... I, I didn't hear any of this. Like, I'm, I'm super lost. Was somebody comparing murder to natural death uh, statistics? I don't know. I think I just lost like 30 seconds. No, no one has made a, a. No one has. I can't even think now. Oh gosh. No one has made a coherent in the thought chat. in the last three minutes. <laughs> oh, thank God, Roberto. Question. Okay, good. My church teaches that there will be a special resurrection outside of the first and second resurrection. Does the rest of Christianity teach something similar? Just curious. Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, you're talking about a secret, secret, super secret uh, uh, rapture. Uh, yeah, no such thing. No wait, such thing. Wait. Well, he's a, did he say rapture or resurrection, Malak? Resurrection. Well, what the resurrection would, would be... Well, hold on. Is it resurrection? Yeah, he's saying the first, there was a first and second resurrection. We know that, and then there's a then there's another a one. Third resurrection? What would the third resurrection? Well, be? Roberto is know. SDA. He's, a, he's SDA. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. Hey. Well, yeah, Roberto. What is what what is uh, the third resurrection? How you understand it? Because no, apparently for the rest of us there is not. But how how what is it according to you? He says it's in Revelation one seven. It's what it's based on, but. You want to can you explain that a bit more, Roberto? What it means to you? Uh, 
one quick question. Yeah, we could um, kind of not like just thinking outside here. What's SPA mean? Behold, he is coming in the clouds, and every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him, and all tribes of the earth will wail on the account of him. Uh, so that's what it's based on. <clears throat> I mean, we all pierce Jesus. That's the point. Like, I don't think there's like a separate resurrection for like the like four dudes who were Roman soldiers in the crucifixion, right? Well, because it says even the ones who pierced him. So are you saying the special resurrection is just for the people that pierced him? Because that, I mean, they would all be included, you know, they're just people. So whenever all the other people were resurrected, that's when they would be too. So it says even the people that pierced him, not like and separately, by the way, another resurrection for these people who pierced him. At least that's how I would understand it. So the first and is the first and second resurrection simultaneous. Who wants it? No, no. There's two separate resurrections. There's the first resurrection, second resurrection. This has to do with the great white throne judgment. Am I okay? So he, he's just quote. That's just a quote from Daniel seven thirteen. So wait a minute. The the first and second resurrection. I'm not following. Are we talking about like the dead and Christ are rise first, and then we that are alive and remain? Is that the first and second, or are we talking about that's the first. something different? Oh, so both of those are linked into the okay, okay. It looks like there's just a peaceful uh, murder in France. A teacher was peacefully stabbed to death. Yikes. Was she, what was she doing that she was peacefully stabbed to death? I don't know. Just saw the headline. Just probably just teacher and student. Was... People and student uh, peacefully stabbed. I'm sure it has nothing to do with some crazy Muslim offing Jews. How can you be peacefully stabbed? Uh, you you can't. I was joking. Violently and brutally stabbed. He was being facetious. It's it comes from the uh, the hilarious bits over like the riots two years ago when. Like, people were burning things down, and people were getting shot, and they were, like, calling them mostly peaceful riots. I thought it was called from the religion of peace. It's the religion of peace. Pieces. But that's a good one. The religion of pieces. It would be a peaceful protester carrying an AK-47. I mean, when the Bible says, hold your peace, does it... Is it talking about like holding a gun or something like that? Because I mean, I could get along with that. Lord Jesus, come quickly. Uh, sorry, I will be I my prayer for the rest. Huh? I couldn't resist that joke. 
<laughs> okay, it was a joke. Good. <laughs> Haven't you been hearing? When, when he comes, he comes for he comes he raptures the new believer. But only if they cry first. Yes. Um, no, it's John fourteen sixteen. Jesus said, I'll ask the Father, he'll give me another comforter, which is another spirit, which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's what happened at Pentecost. Is the first time Jesus came and saved uh, the people at Pentecost were the first people baptized with the Holy Spirit. And then, and what time were they raptured? They were raptured at the Pentecost. And for us, it's when we're born again. There is no rapture in the clouds. That's uh, a miss. And it, it, the word rapture is not in the Bible. And Jesus never said he's coming. Jesus himself never said, wait for me, I'm coming. He told them, wait for the gift my father promised. You have heard me speak about. For Jesus John baptized with water, but in again. a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. That's Acts 1-4-5 explaining to the apostles about what's going to happen at Pentecost. Okay, but if you say that... I have to go see a client, so I, I will uh, I'll peace out now. Peace is out or peace out? But baptized. If, if you believe that, that Jesus never said that he's coming back or whatever, um, then what about the account where he told them that he has to go, but he will return? I mean, isn't that in the Bible? He had to resurrect. He was talking to the apostles while he was living. He said, I have to go, which he was referring to the resurrection, where he goes to the Father. And at that point, Jesus is the Word of God again. He's not the flesh and blood, because when he talked to Thomas, he was G Thomas was talking to the Word of God, Jesus as, as a glorified body. And uh, when Jesus said, I have to go, if I do not go, you, you know, he, he cannot give the Spirit. And that's why uh, John 14, 16 explains that I'll go ask the Father. He'll give me another comforter, which means a different, which means the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And uh, that's what happens is when you're born again, you're.